up high and I dreams that they dreamed of once in a lullaby. <laughs> you guys gotta keep on going. <laughs> I love it. Somewhere over the rainbow bluebirds fly and I dreams that you dreamed of dreams really do come true. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. That so, was amazing. There you go. That was a, whose choice was that? That was mine. Okay, that was your that choice, was right? Yes. Okay. Uh, very meaningful song for many reasons. Everybody's so. always nervous about the song, and then they come in and they do such an amazing yeah, job. Well, you make us feel very no, welcome it just, and it comfortable. Just gets, it just gets the show going, man. That's I love it. it. Excellent. All right, so so I've got Patricio. Yes, that's and I've got me. your lovely wife here as well, Priscilla here. Yes. And uh, and so we're going to we have an interesting show today. It's almost going to be like a little bit of a variety pack of things yes, that we're going to talk about. Yes, but at the core of things that we're going to talk about is really about safety. Yes. You're an electrician by trade. Electrician by trade. 22 years. OK. Master ticketed. All, ticketed, that's, all yeah. the works. You so the, and you're the wife of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting perspective because for the longest time I've been trying to get a show about the significant other. And the problem has been, like, my significant other, she has no problem. She wants to do it, and she's really eager to do it. And, and then I started thinking about it. I was going, why is she so eager to do it? <laughs> and obviously, she wants to talk about that perspective of being the wife yes. or the significant other of a person that's in construction. So this is going to be kind of a precursor. I'm sure that you're going to bring up some of your personal life and, and how it is there to be married go. to a tradesperson mm -hmm. and that whole life. And we all that's listening right now, we all go through this. Oh, we, yeah. We put so much on our families, on our yes. loved ones, and it's all part of it. And that brings us back to our core theme of the show today. Right off the, I want to share the, the, the handles here. So it's P squared electric is yes. one handle on IG. Yep. The second one is Pato, P-A-T-O, the electrician on IG as well. And then your email is Ramirez, which uh, Ramirez R30 at gmail.com. That's right. And then for all you non-Latinos out there or any Latinas, <laughs> it's R-A-M-I-R-E-Z. Okay. That's and then right. it's R30 at gmail.com. And then send your hate letters to me, but I understand some of the Spanish. There all right? you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Patricio. So, yes. let's get started, man. You've got a lot right. to share. So, I please do. let everybody know where we're going to go with this. We might trickle a little bit about TV. We might trickle a little bit about millennials. We might we might just whatever. It's a little bit of everything. But we are going to talk a little bit about electrical, too, as well. We want to yes. talk about that. Yes. Commercial we, and residential. We don't want the electrical to take the back seat. No. no. The main thing that I want to discuss, one of the reasons why I reached out, is safety in the workplace. That goes not only for trades, but any construction or any job, period. It doesn't matter what it is that you're doing out there. Safety is number one. And unfortunately, nowadays, a lot of people are putting that second, right? They want to show off. They What's the number one reason why they're doing that? Is it because of costs? And because of schedules? I will say cost and schedule is the number one reason. One doesn't go without the other. Yeah. So if you're not meeting up schedules, costing you money. So at the end of the day, one goes with the other. And one incident, for instance, I, was, I wanted to wait to tell you the story, but just to start things off. To I, first of all, I love that you haven't told me the story. I know that Priscilla might 
get off mic and not want to listen because you haven't actually heard this story. No, I have not. And this is, uh, guys, who's like everybody that's listening, this is a story that you need to listen to. Yes. I haven't heard it, but I know from what you told me that this is an important story to hear. Yes. So go ahead, man. It's a rough story. It's a rough story. It happened to me personally, so I'm not bullshitting here. And I'm talking from experience. I'm talking about because this happened to me. It's not something that somebody told me. It's not something that you hear or read anywhere. But a young Patricio, back in the day, roughly around 18 years old, you know what I mean? Getting out of high school, not knowing what to do, not knowing where I'm going. I get a job like many people do. You're working on it, you're making a couple of tickets, you're making money, so you're like, okay, I'm on top of the world because now I'm making money. A couple of months into the job, I got hurt. I got hurt for a stupid, stupid reason. Running out of time, I go cut a piece of wood on a table saw, doesn't the piece of lumber fly up, hits me right in the eye. A piece like a splinter. Not a splinter. I'm talking about a piece that must have been two inch by three inch, it was the size right, of a Right baseball. into your eye? Literally right into my right eye. And I say it's a stupid accident because, hey, being here today, I know that that's on me. It's on me to say, hey, where's my safety glasses? I was not wearing safety glasses. That's on me. And I got to live with that. I had to live with it. I had to accept it. I had to accept the fact that there's nothing I can do. I cannot go back on time. But that's on me. It wasn't on the workplace. Yes, they should have supplied them. Yes, they should have insisted to wear them. No, they shouldn't be rushing me to do something. But here I am, young guy, 18, it's not that young. I'm sorry, but you know no, what? No, you're not adult. It's not young. So there's a lot of kids out there that are 18, 19, that are just getting into the trades, just getting into construction. So please listen up. And this was an everyday, normal situation on an average job site. You got it. Thought nothing differently about it. Nothing. Grab a piece of wood, yeah. need to cut it, go yes. to the table saw, cut it, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, a chunk of it, a not chunk, a splint. It was a chunk of it. And, and it went projected like right to your eye. Literally right in my eye socket, man. Like that thing. Priscilla can't take this anymore. No, <laughs> no I you know why? She grounds me. She's my rock. Yeah. But unfortunately, she does have an eye phobia. So she got It's of, harsh. It's the eyes of the, the, the like it's hard, man. To, it's harsh. So okay, so when when that happened, what happened afterwards? Piece of lumber comes, hits me in my ass, knocks me on my ass. That's how fast That's it, how hard powerful fast. it was. I didn't know what happened at the beginning. At the very beginning, I just you know, saw stars. So it was like a white light kind of That's right. It was a white light, stars, I fell back, all dazed. All of a sudden, I open my eyes type of thing, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I look up, there's three guys staring at me, trying to open my eyes. I can only see out of my left eye. I can't see out of my right. I don't know what's going on. I kind of go wipe myself. I'm covering blood now at this point, and these guys are rushing me to the hospital. I still don't know what the hell happened. I get to the hospital, the nurse, the first thing she says, I'm like, holy shit, this guy got cracked with a bottle. It's the first thing they thought that I got hit with a bottle. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you think? I mean, we're close, right? I got three guys dropping me in. Why would you think that? Yeah. And I looked in the mirror, realized why, right? I had a big cut on the upper part of my eye. So it was kind of hanging a little bit. So below your eyebrow, but over your That's eye. That's right. Okay. That big, massive cut right there. That's where the impact happened. I guess she thought maybe I got cut with a bottle. Mm -hmm. I get where she got it from, right? They clean me up and everything. They have no clue what the hell is going on with me. I can't open my eye because of the cut. So they patch me up. They put 
a pirate's patch on type of thing with the goss and all that. They said, we don't know what's going on. And I'm like, okay. A doctor comes in, emergency doctor comes in. They clean me up. They open my eye. And I just remember saying, I can see. It was black? Black. Okay. That's it. Once they open up my eyelid, they clean me out, they clean all the shit out and everything else. I couldn't see anything. Doctors come in with the little light pen that they have. I'm like, I don't see anything, dude. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, this is not good. That's the last thing I want to hear from the doctor. He's supposed to know what the hell is going yeah, on, yeah. right? So that's the last thing I want to hear from the doctor. They sent me to St. Mike's. At St. Mike's Hospital, right across the street, is the Eye Institute specialist. Like, that's where the, all the eye doctors are, all the specialists and everything. So long story short, they sent me there the very next day, right? So, okay. Boom. My parents drive me down. I can't even drive. My parents drive me down, go see the eye doctor. I have a blood clot in my eye now. So they can tell the extent of the damage. So you have a blood vessel in your eyeball that is clot right now. That's right. And that's preventing you from seeing. I don't see nothing. And it's also preventing the doctor to see the extent of the, of damage. the damage. For a whole week, I was back and forth every day to that bloody place because the doctor was trying to save me from surgery. He said, listen, let's give it a week. If this blood clot doesn't go away on its own with these drops and this, this, and that, then we have to have surgery because we need to see what the fuck is going on in your eye. I'm like, hey, man, fair enough. Well, lucky enough, the blood clot cleared. So I didn't have to have surgery. But the bad news is that when he looked at my eye, when the lumber hit, it split my retina. Holy. That's how hard it hit me. And it happened literally. It split your retina? In a split second that when you look at my eye, I have a scar on my eye. So you can tell. As you can, like, you can look at me right no, now. No, no, you look normal. It, like, it, my eye moves. But if you were to look, look closer. But if, you, if I take off my glasses, which I never wore before, now I have to wear fucking glasses. Yeah, yeah. It's just all good. It yeah. adds character. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at my eye, I have a scar. And then when the eye doctor looks at my eye, if I don't tell them, if I go to a new eye doctor to kiss their prescription, and she can vouch for this, I fuck with them. <laughs> I don't say nothing, right? And they're like, oh, you wait, look you at, wait for them to. Oh, yeah, look at the light. I'm like, I, uh, look at it. And then when they're like, wait a minute, they see that I'm not following what they're doing. They look at me a little bit more with their little thing. And they're like, I always move back and they jump back and they're like, what happened? I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm blind in one eye because my retina split. So your retina is a circle. Yes. Out of this circle, I'm missing half of it, which happens to be in the front part which killed my vision. So you're legally blind in the one eye? That's why legally blind in one eye, I'm on a waiting list for a retina transplant, which they don't do. They can do cornea, but they don't do retina. And if the technology ever comes, supposedly I'm to get a call, an email, something. Wow. I don't expect it, to be honest with you. I've been living with it now for years. Took a long time to get over it took a long time to deal with it. I was diagnosed with PTSD. I went back to work. Were you kicking yourself because you didn't take the time to just do the PPE? To this day, I kick myself in Still, the Still, every single time? That's right. And you know what? On a way, it's good. And I know some people might be like, what do you mean? No, dude, you know what? I kick myself every day. Yes, I have moved on. Yes, I live with it and I deal with it. Some days are better than others. But every day I kick myself in the ass. 
in the morning when I go to work. Why? Because it's a reminder. We're too quick to forget things that happen. You know what I mean? Whether it's to somebody else or whether it's to yourself. And when you forget, shit's going to happen again. It does. It's like that whole saying about history repeating itself. Oh, thousand percent. Right? Yeah. So I kick myself in the ass for not wearing my proper piece. This glasses right here, bulletproof lens, bro. <laughs> I pay extra money to get undestructible lens. So that way, if anything, if anything comes ever at does. me, I'm good. Yeah. I have other safety glasses with the whole shebang. Because you know what? I got one eye left, bro. So I got to take care of it. That is very, very true. But yeah, that's long story short. That's what happened. That's how it happened. And it happened in a split second. And all I have to live, like all I have to do now is I live with regret. Right? But that regret will not allow me to get hurt again. Thankfully, to this day, since that accident, I'm injured free. No workers comp. And that was like how long ago? 20 some it odd years? 23 years ago. 23 years. And, and actually at the start of your career, Pretty it much. happened. It happened just before I actually got, I got into electrical because of the accident. Really? Yeah. I was doing just general labor. Just learning the ropes. That's it. And then when the accident happened, I went back to work and I lost my shit. I, I, I couldn't do it. I heard that saw go off. I panicked. I had a panic attack. I couldn't do it. Went back to the doctor. They sent me to the doctor. I got diagnosed with PTSD. So the sound of a saw, the sound of... It triggered me. Okay. Yeah. Right. It, 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 it triggered me. It brought me right back and I started panicking and it brought me right back to the accident. And I, and I didn't know what to do and I bolted, man. I was gone. I was like, fuck this. And phew, I left, right? During that time, because of workers come, they were sending me back to see if I can get back into the workforce, right? WSIB, I'm sorry, it's a crock of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to disagree with you. Trust me. Um, I'd love to do a podcast one day with them on the show, but... Yes, and be, if you do... It'll never happen. Have some kind of callers to yeah, be able to call to in, because I'll be in, the first I, I, one I, to call. I, trust me, I would love to do it, but uh, it is a crock of shit. It, it does, is a crock of shit. It's, I'm it's sorry. an organization that, uh, it, it, on paper and, and the way it's described, yeah. it's, it's a good entity. It is. But it doesn't do what are described as doing. No. It's and like your crystal house that looks yeah. beautiful until somebody throws a rock at it. Well, it's, it's no different than any of the tradespeople. So if you're a tradesperson and you come in and I've got this experience, this license, that, or whatever, and you come in and you do a crappy job. There you go. Then it's got no value whatsoever. That's WSIB. There you go. And the problem, like, so, and I know that you want to talk about this accident because it's true. Off mic before we got started, there's two groups of people in this industry. Yes, sir. That are, for whatever reason, which we'll discuss right now. Mm-hmm are most likely to be injured. Yep. And that first group are the youngins yes. that you personally experienced. That's right. And the second group are the older timers That's right. The old that timers. think that I've done it a million times and I'll never fucking get hurt from yeah. it, which I've is total whole shit, right? I've seen it. I've been in the trade for 22 years now. I've seen the young lads come in. All they want to do is prove themselves. So they're rushing. Why? Is it a masculine thing or what? Like, what is it? I think it's the whole, pardon my uh, expression there, honey, but I think is my cock is bigger than yours. That's what it really is. And you know what? I don't care, bro. Safety first. Yeah. For many reasons. You want to look at it as an employee. You don't want to get hurt. You want to look at it as a boss. You don't want to lose production. You don't want to lose money. You don't want to shut down the site. You can look at it however you want to look at it. Safety should be your number one priority. 
Because if you want to rush to show off, and all of a sudden you call me the next day and you're telling me, oh, my back hurts. Why are you lifting that by yourself? Why are you pulling that by yourself? They want to be able to say, hey, I'm eager, I'm eager to learn, and I'm ready to go. So they want to prove themselves, and they want to show that they can do it. And they want people to take them more serious. So if somebody wants to go up a ladder that's 20 feet up in the air, oh, I'll do it. And they run at the chance of doing it without even thinking that, hey, man, there's procedures here, man. Why don't we try getting a lift? That's better. Why are you getting to the very top rung of this ladder? Right? Like, that's not a step, bro. Which you, which you shouldn't be. That's right. It's yeah. not a step. It says it right on it. It's mm. not a step. But the problem is that they want to prove themselves, and they, it, it's almost like they have something to show. The other problem is with the youngins, it's the journeyman. I'm sorry. I'm a journeyman myself. I have apprentices. I've trained a lot of people over the years. Right? And I always say the same thing. Your apprentice is just as good as your journeyman. Meaning... If your apprentice is shit, don't give the apprentice shit. Go give the journeyman shit. It's a reflection. It's a reflection of who, you, who, yeah. who the journeyman is. Yeah. We're supposed to be teaching these people. So I'm not just going to teach you how to bend a piece of conduit, for instance, or how to strip a wire. No, I can show you how to properly put on a harness. I can show you how to properly use a ladder if you never used a ladder, a drill, a sawsaw, you name it, a hammer drill. We deal with big hammer drills. Those hammer drills get cut on that rebar. It's taking out your wrist in a matter of seconds. You know what I mean? And these guys are coming in like, here comes Johnny. You know, I'm 19. I work out. I'm strong. They grab the fucking drill. They go drill a two-inch hole. And then they come over with a wrist that's broken. (laughs) I'm puffing and I'm spraying. Ah, Is there some ice on site? Exactly. Is it winter? No, there's no ice on site. There you go. (laughs) There you go. So that's what happens. Right, and then you got the old timers that are like, "Oh, I've done this a million times." It takes one. That one split second. That's it. And I always tell them, it takes one split second, and then everything could change. We do electrical, dude. Really bad things can happen in a split second if you don't pay attention to what you're doing. Don't think that you're better than the next guy. There's no you reason ha- to. No, you have nothing to prove. Yeah. I always tell the apprentices, tone it down, slow down. It's a five-year apprenticeship. You got five years to prove what you can do. Why are you rushing now? Why not actually learn to be the best that you possibly can instead of rush to be the mediocre that you can? Well, exactly. Everybody just wants to settle. They think that because they can lift something without help, it's going to help them move up. And you know what? That's not going to happen. Like I've had this argument over and over. There's always more than one person on any job site. Which means that there's a second pair of arms that can help you carry half of whatever has to be carried. It was funny. Today, even today, today I was talking to Julio today about which would you prefer, be blind or deaf? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm deathly afraid of being blind. And I've had my close calls, not as close as yours. And I've had one recently this year where I had my goggles on. I was drilling, I was grinding some metal, so old house, and we had to cut off all the nail heads because we're sistering. And sure enough, I felt something, but I couldn't see it. Yeah. And then I had the goggles on, so my mindset was like, oh, I'm fine. I was That's protected. Right. Went home for the day, slept, woke up. It was there. Something was there. Yeah. 
And I just called Julio and I just said, listen, I can't come in right now. I'm going to go because whenever there's anything to do with my eyes, I go to my optometrist. And funny enough, is his name is Manny, too, right. which I always get a kick out of. What's up, Manny? How's it going, Manny? Right. <laughs> and uh, and I go in. I was going, listen. And, he, and he's always anytime I have anything in my eye, I go in there and he he taught me how to clear my eyes out properly. Right. The problem I see is that a lot of these young guys will tilt their head back and douse it with a bunch of saline solution in their eye, try to clear it. Don't put your head Don't, back. No. no. It, use gravity. Yeah. You're supposed to get a flat bowl and put your face into yeah. it and then hold your breath yeah. and then let gravity and just swirl your eye around. And try to wink. Exactly. So that way, whatever's blink, blink, there blink, blink, comes off exactly. on its own. So I tried that. So he taught me that trick. I tried it, and this thing wouldn't come out. Yeah. I went to him. He put me up on the scope. He looked at it. He goes, yep. I see it, and it was right on the edge of the iris and the ball. Yeah. And he goes, I can't take it out, Manny, because the moment that anything, it's a piece of metal. It was a right. piece of metal that actually a small, tiny piece of metal that went in. And he goes, based on the rules of him being an optometrist and then the, the emergency ER, if it's touching the iris, he can't touch it. So I had to go to the ER. Right. They assessed it, and then I had to go to a specialist. And then it literally took 10 minutes. Yeah. But then she removed it, and luckily she removed it. And then she said, you might have a small scar on your iris, and that's about it. That was a tiny little piece of metal. And it happened like that. Like that. Yeah. And I was wearing goggles. That's right. And, and and it happened, but I was like, I'm so conscious. But I also go back to the kids and go back to the old timers. They're always more receptive to wear their respirators. Everybody's always yeah. pushing respirators. That's right. I really want people to be pushing PPE. PPE, period. Right? That's period. It. That's period. all it is. So That's respirator, it. your safety goggles, hearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then depending on the other trades and the other scope of work that you're doing. But people keep forgetting the decibel levels of impact guns, the decibel levels of saws, table saws, you know, circular saws, oh, yeah. like sawzalls, like reciprocating saws. The words, the tool. I <laughs> I'm jumping the gun on your, no, no, go, uh, on go. your show here. Go, but go, go. The tool that I hate the most but it's so fucking useful, it's the multi-tool. That noise. It's so pitching. Oh, like, it's just... It's brutal. And it's like, damaging. I love the tool. It's, it's damaging your as ears. Hell. I don't care what you're saying. But it's damaging. But that thing is killing you. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's damaging your ears. And right? when do you use a multi-tool? In really tight quarters. That's right. And you park your head in between joists. Unfortunately, you're and close. It, and it reverbs, yeah. which amplifies the sound, yeah. which damages your eardrums even further. That's right. I mean, between that and the hammer drills that you're using, again, yeah. we do electrical. If we're piping a garage that just got restored, we're running conduit, everything's on the surface. Well, the hammer drill's going off all day. What's right after the hammer drill? The impact drill. Brr, brr. You, I love the sound of the impact drill, but nevertheless, no, all day, dude, no, no. Uh, your ears are ringing. Where are your PPE? I really would love any of the, like any and all the tool manufacturers to actually start advertising the DB levels on every single they tool. Should. They and should. And let everybody know that you start tapping out and you actually start losing hearing loss at a certain DB level. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. And let these kids and the old timers, mostly the old timers, because they just dismiss it. Well, the old timers are the old timers. They yeah. dismiss it, man. I, I know a couple of Mason guys, dude. These guys are Eastern European. I don't know what they have in their blood. I don't know if it's the vodka <laughs> or what. But these guys, we do a lot of elevator mods. So when we do an elevator mod, after all the electrical, we run the telephone wires and all that. And they have to put the rescue station which is the rescue phone if somebody's yeah. trapped or whatever. Well, because we're doing it on existing buildings, they need to cut the hole for the phone. Here comes the mason, big Russian, I don't know if he's Russian or Polish. All I know is that my man's got vodka in his veins because <laughs> he's got a grinder. 
fucking blade this big, right? At least 10 inch. His finger right next to it. No gloves, no nothing. My man doesn't have a mask on. Now we all know you're cutting concrete, bro. You're breathing that shit in. Yeah. Anybody that's worked with concrete, drill into concrete or cut concrete, you blow your nose, you get nothing but black shit come yep. out of your yep. nose. You know and what that's I mean? what's in your lung. That's right. When you blow it, that's exactly what's going down there. No mask. And we all know how dusty concrete is when you cut yep. it. Yeah, it is. He doesn't even put water in it to cut it. Nothing. It's bone dry. He just starts cutting the hole. Now, mind you, it's not big. But you're looking at a 12 by 12, sometimes a little bit 2 by 2s. It depends on the station that they're putting. No earmuffs, no safety goggles? No earmuffs, no safety goggles, no gloves. And I'm looking at it from a distance going, holy fuck, I'm going out for a smoke. Because he's making me nervous and I'm not even doing it. Is it true, though? Like, I mean, on commercial sites, is there less aware for your fellow tradesperson? There is. Unfortunately, there is. People, I've, I've been told and I've seen it because I've been on commercial job sites. And there's so many blinders. Like, people don't even want to interact or just say, hey, no. what's up? How's it going? Nothing. What, nothing. what are you about? What's your, where are you from? Or how's it going? Yeah. Or whatever. Nobody wants to talk about anything. Nothing. So and if, don't even get me started with the plumbers and the electricians. Yeah. Hey. But it just, but I mean, but, but then it, it just makes them not want to even communicate about safety. Nothing. Nothing. It's, it's everybody's walking around thinking that they're the top dog on the site. Okay. And I'm sorry. Back to the whole masculine. There's no, yeah. There's no such thing as a top dog. On any side. It's a team. That's right. It's a pack of wolves. You got it, my man. You have to work together. That top dog, he's the one that's going to get hurt. Yeah. The top dog is the one that's going to get you hurt. The top dog is the guy. Let me tell you a story. Okay. And this goes right back to safety. They're doing a brand new parking garage. I'm not going to name the company name. No, no. But they're doing a brand new parking garage. It's one of those little five-story open garages. Power, all brand new. Transformers got to go in. He gets a fifth-year apprentice and a third-year apprentice to carry this transformer up the stairs because they didn't have time to get a chain hoist or anything to bring it up. A boom? Nothing? Nothing. So the fifth-year apprentice says, like, fuck, I'm not doing it. Oh, what do you mean? We got to do this. No, you got to get a chain hoist at least, you know what I mean, to a bare minimum. And they will bring it up floor per floor. What's the weight of this transformer? Average weight. Oh, man. Fuck, you're talking about at least 1,500 pounds, if not Holy more. Holy cow. Easy. Yeah, like, there is heavy. Like, you need a couple of guys to carry it. They got eye, ho- uh, eye holes where you can put the chain hoist or whatever. So what he said is, like, no, put this bar through here, and between all of you guys, you guys can go nice and easy and bring it up. The fifth-year apprentice walked away. Fifth-year apprentice, I get it. He's almost ready to write. He's got more experience. At the end of the day, he knows his right to refuse unsafe work. He's been around five years, so he walked away. He knows they cannot fire me. First year and second year, third year, do it. They didn't say anything. They didn't speak up. They didn't say fuck all. And they said, even after the fifth, even even once the guy walked away, all they said was like, "Holy fuck, this guy's gonna get fired, dude!" Right? They go carry the transformer up. They dropped it. Wish a blind man could have seen that they kind of dropped this transformer, man. They dropped it. The third guy had to dive out of the way because this thing came down the, uh, the, the, stairs. the stairs. If he didn't jump out of the way, he would have been. This transformer would have ate him alive. I'm sorry, there's no stopping that. There's no, no 1, stopping this. 1,500 pounds, thing. man. It's not happening. I might be off on the way, might be a little bit less. 
But at the end of the day, I don't care if it's fifteen hundred pounds, pounds or even a thousand pounds or even five hundred pounds. That's right. That shit coming down the stairs. No. I'm sorry. Fifth year apprentice goes up to those guys and says, "The fuck were you guys thinking? Well, what am I supposed to do?" He asked. You supposed to say no. If it's That's unsafe, it. yeah. Plain and simple. We need to learn how to say no yeah. and not be afraid to say no. You need to know your rights. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Everybody is their own man and to each his own. But at the end of the day, you have the right to say no. And this guy should have said no because somebody could have got really, hurt. really hurt. You know what I mean? And all because of one guy messing up the budget and not being able to and not caring about the schedule. That's right. Going back to the budget and the schedule. You got it. Going back to budget and schedule. And these kids, the, the new guys, they have to understand by you saying no, you're not saying no because you want people to think that you're lazy and you don't want to do the job. That's right. It's just you want to be here tomorrow to do the job again. That's right. That's, That's what right. it is. You want to go home. I have a wife. I have kids. Yes. I want to go home to them. Yes. Although sometimes I get home super late. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to go home. Yeah. And one piece. That is just a perfect example of how these kids nowadays, all they want to do is prove themselves and show somebody that, yes, they can do something. And they're afraid to say no. And this is how kids are getting hurt. And that's why I say right now, most of the people getting hurt are the people that are just starting in the trade or in construction and the old timers like my Eastern European friend over yeah. here with the vodka veins over here. Yeah, like, but then they have broken bodies at, at 50 or 60 years of right. age. They have broken bodies. That's right. They can hardly move. They I, can't. I tell them all the time. I go, dude, you're, you're, you're making me nervous. Oh, I've been doing this since, you know, the motherland. I'm okay. I'm like, no, I get it, man. But fuck, man. I don't want to see you get hurt, bro. And they just do it. And I also tell them, people are watching you. What happens now when you bring in the young guy that's going to take over what you're doing? He's going to see what you're doing. Well, guess what he's going to do? The same thing. Now, he doesn't have your years of experience. Again, back to the journeyman. You got it. You got it. And you haven't even talked about the mental attached to all this. Oh, no. So yeah. you've, got, you've got kids that are afraid to say no. That's right. Because they think they'll lose their job. Mm -hmm. They go home worried. Maybe they didn't do that job that day, so then they get that done. But the next day, that site super, the journeyman or whatever is asking, that's got to get done tomorrow. Yeah. They go home mentally unstable. Thinking about Thank the next day. Thank you for day. bringing that up. Yes. And then all of a sudden, what if they do come into work? And what if they do get hurt? Or they've been worrying about it the whole the, time. The mental aspect is huge. And unfortunately, not enough people talk about it. Because then again, it, it goes, goes back to, the to yeah. We're men. We're not supposed to talk about our feelings. Oh, like, bullshit. I mean, for instance, me being Spanish. You guys are very emotional. Dude, <laughs> we, we are emotional. So are the Portuguese. So are the Italians. Right. But at the same time. Although we're emotional, I'm not supposed to talk about my feelings, yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. If I'm feeling some kind of way, if I'm feeling hurt, if I'm feeling depressed, if I'm sad, I got to keep the shit to myself because that's not macho of me. I'm not I supposed know. to. I'm the man. I'm a man. At my house, I live with nothing but females. So, <laughs> so you, you've learned to share I, your emotions. I have to. I have to. I can't just walk around because then they'll just eat me up. Exactly. And then what happens? 
if you don't talk about your feelings, if you don't open up about what you're thinking, you're going to end up blowing up. Plain and fucking simple. It will catch up Or you're you. burnt out from the industry that you're passionate exactly. about. Exactly. What happens with these kids when they go home and all of a sudden, all they have in their mind is, fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. Constantly repeating up. over like That's a hamster right. wheel. That's totally. right. Totally. Yeah. What's going to happen when they go the next day to the job site and the foreman or the journeyman says, I need this done. They kind of want to do it. But their mind is clustered. There's a million things going through this guy's mind. Things that maybe he could have brought up and talked about and going to work with a clear head. Which uh, is what you want these kids or any tradesperson to go to the work like. They 100%. should be going to the job site like that. 100%. I'll tell you, I don't do industrial. But the industrial electricians, for instance, if they're at work and they're feeling tired, they're allowed to take a break. Well, because those occupations are physically and mentally drained. You got it. Right. So the bosses will say, hey, you look tired. Go chill out for a little bit. Why? Not because they care about the electrician. They don't give a shit about the electrician. They care about the machine that if this guy is tired and he fucks up this machine, it's going to be down even more. It's the downtime. So think of a newspaper press, for instance. Yeah. You got to get all the newspapers out in the morning. That machine breaks down. They get the electrician to come change the motor, for instance. Well, if he's tired, dude, you know what? Take a little bit of a break and then fix it. Because if you don't take that break, it's going to break. Again, they're not thinking of him. They're thinking of that, right? But at least they're allowed to take that break. And construction, why does everything have to be go, 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 go to the point where you're so clustered that that's how you're going to hurt yourself because you don't have the clear mind. Because all you're thinking about is that guy yelling at you the night before for not getting this done. And then the other thing that they're also worrying about, if I don't do it, they'll replace me tomorrow with somebody somebody else. Somebody else will do it. That's right. So, that's and that's right. the sad thing is that it's it's a business like that machine. Yeah. If you don't do a good job and you and it gets worse and it's down, yeah. Then that company's losing that money. Then I get rid of you and I'll bring somebody else in. That somebody else it. that will do it. And you know what? Unfortunately, there's always there somebody. There is. That's the sad part. That's really sad. There's always going to be somebody because, willing to climb that ladder. Yeah. Because the, a split second, something can happen. Yeah. And I always tell my apprentices, I go, you gotta remember something. If you get hurt. Yeah, they might be like, oh, are you okay? They might call you in the evening. How are you feeling? But guess what? The next day, there's a fucking thing on Indeed saying we need an electrician. It's true. Unfortunately, it's the reality of things. Yeah, it's true. Right? So these guys need to realize you're just starting out, dude. Why are you rushing it? Focus on learning the principles. Learn the theory, right? So you can become a great electrician. And then one day, you're not going to be bending that conduit. You know what I mean? You'll You'll be teaching somebody. That's right. And talking about teaching, it all comes, the schools. That's why talking about teaching. We talked about it off mic just before we got started. Yes, because it's it's so frustrating. It just burns me inside that the schools are not helping out these kids the way they should. And it just eats me out. It, It kills me. It kills me. It kills me. Because if you are not an A plus or A plus, 80 plus student they write you off and to the high schools what's a write-off a guy that's going to college oh with this grades you're never going to make it to university well what tells you that i want to go to university maybe i don't why are you pushing me and putting all this pressure for me to go to university some people out there boys and girls are not meant for university 
There's lots. There's plenty. That's right. My question to any of those students that are in high school, they're and they're speaking to a guidance counselor about this. I would ask the guidance counselor, like, what education you need to be a guidance counselor? Right? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> because a I hear this story all the time. I, I hear it all the time where guidance counselors are actually deterring people from going into where they really want to go to. So they may meet a student and the student be like, I've got such a passion for this or yeah. for that. And that guidance counselor might say, well, maybe you shouldn't go into that. That's right. Well, That's then, right. well, who are you? Like, who are you to tell me that? It's absolutely ridiculous. If they see a young man or a young lady that happens to be fidgety and, and can sit still or ADD whatever. or whatever. That's and, right. Okay, you know what? Why don't you talk to them and say, hey, have you given any thought into the traits? There's so many traits out there. So many. Why not bring something up like that? Instead of just saying, with this grace, you'll never get into university. You're just going to have to get into a community college. Do you think those guidance counselors even have the conversation about how, sure, your friend there is going to university. They're going to be a, a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever. They're going to be there for four, five, six, seven years or whatever. They're going to spend six figures of mommy and daddy's <laughs> money. Or would you want to get into the trades where it's going to cost you a fraction of that? You're going to be passionate about the work. And you'll make the six figures in a few years. That's right. And they're that's not, the difference. That's the difference. They're, unfortunately, they're not educating them enough when it comes to the trades. Because, again, I personally feel if you don't have that 80 plus, you're just being written off. That's it. It's a write-off. Why am I going to invest time on this person right now when he can even get 80%? Yeah. Where's he going to do? Where's he going to go? You know what I mean? Where a trade is hands-on. It's hands-on because you do your apprenticeship. Yes, you got to go to class. Yes, you can miss more than it's five. It's still school. It's Every still school. day is school. It's school. You go to yes. school. Each block is three months, and you go from morning to afternoon, full day. You miss five days. Guess what? You're out of the program. Is that it? That's yeah. it. If you show up late twice, that counts as one missed day. So at the end of the day, you're not missing days, and you're not showing up late because otherwise you're out of the program. If I take a general arts program in university. Oh, you can miss the whole year. I can miss the whole year for fuck's sake. As long as I'm paying that tuition, they yeah. don't care. That's all it is. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. So there's a difference right then and there. Now, for the electrical, I'll speak electrical because that's what I do. That's what I know. What's your second ticket for? Fire alarm. So that's what I want to talk about. But yes. Okay, talk about the electrical. Yes. The electrical is a five-year apprenticeship. Then you have to have your rest seal for three years to go write your master's. So now you're talking about a potential eight year, eight years to get to be a master electrician, right? So sometimes we joke about it at work. We're like, oh fuck, I should have done, you know, something else. I would have been in university for two years and I could be a teacher or a guidance counselor for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> you know, I do a year of Sheridan and I'm a guidance counselor, right? But no, I chose to go eight years. Okay. And get all my shit. So it's not a walk in the park. It's serious. The stigma of the blue collar and the stigma it's of bull. the trades is bullshit. I'm yeah. sorry. You know it what is. I mean? It You're going to tell me that that bank, and hey, I'm not going to knock anybody here, but the guy that's working at the bank, the teller, I remember growing up being Spanish. A lot of people were like, oh, look, the, the bank. You know what I mean? He's nice dress shirt, nice dress pants, nice dress shoes. That's the kind of job you want. He's successful. Yeah. They're look, successful. Look how successful he is. Bro, my boots 
cost more than that guy's outfit. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's but true. they do. It's true. You know what I mean? Yes. They don't realize that they're looking at a pair of dress shoes that body might have got a fucking Aldo for 40 bucks. My shoes cost 300, my boots. But no, they'll look at my boots and say, oh, this guy's dirty. He's this, this, and that. You know what I mean? My pants, $150. How much did your dress pants cost at Tip Top Tailors? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, come on. So it's true. The judging needs to stop. And it starts at the high schools. I'm sorry. It starts at the high schools. They had the OYA program. It helps and it doesn't. I feel certain ways about it. I know. Have you had the students come your way? I've, we've had a co-op student. Unfortunately, they stopped the co-op because of the whole liability issues and all that. You know what I mean? They don't want kids getting hurt. I get it. I understand it. They don't really get the hands-on as much. The OYAP will send them to the college. Now, you got all of a sudden, you got 18-year-old kids with a bunch, a room, 30 guys. They're all trades. You know, everybody comes back smelling like smoke. Everybody's talking, telling stories, and these guys are sitting there all intimidated. Mm-hmm. Right? Which I get. I understand. I was there once. I started young. Everybody. So, you know, I understand. I started with old-timers, bro, that will fucking shoot you out and spit you. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I fucked up. <sighs> And that's it. You know how the old guys are. You know what I mean? You need that tough skin. These kids don't have it because they need to build a tough skin. That comes with time. That comes with experience. You know what I mean? You need to get yelled at to be able to take it. If you've never been yelled at, bro, you got to be crying in a corner over there like a little baby. Right? (laughs) You need to get yelled at to be able to handle the yelling. You need to have electrical trophies to hand out to these kids so that they can all be at the same level of comfort. Yeah. Fuck. By the way, I'm I'm fucking joking, everybody. Yeah. Like, (laughs) here's your participation trophy. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like, no, you need to understand that it's a physical, mental job that the people that are ahead of you, they're more than willing to educate you, show you that you can actually make a really well deserved career out of it and provide for your family and everybody else around you. That's right. And be proud of what you've done. You can drive by and look at certain buildings and go, I did that. I was a part of that. That is it. I want to be able to do something at the house, which I'm sorry, honey, but I know this. Shoemaker, shoemaker. Is it shoemaker? No. Is it shoemaker? I'll I'll have to fish a wire. I got a hole. I fished the wire. That hole stays there for a year. (laughs) I know the deal. That's part of the significant other show that I want to try to do. That's why. It happens. It happens. That's something that she has to deal with, unfortunately. But I think it starts at the schools, man. They need to. I agree with you. They need to. We need to get it back into the high schools. That's it. We need to literally go into the guidance counselor's office, hit him with a two by four. Yeah. Gently. Just j- enough. J- just enough just to crack an, the two just, by four. Just a enough. Bit. <laughs> and just go, listen, trades is an option. That's right. For a bunch of kids in the school. And it's a valid option. Yeah. It's not a bullshit option. No. You know what I mean? It's not what it used to be. I'm non union. And I don't want to get into the politics of the union. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't need my tires slashed. (laughs) (laughs) But the unions did a great job back in the day. Yes. Making what construction and the trades are. Go back to WSIB, how on paper unions are a great idea. Exactly. (laughs) On paper. They did what they had to do. Yes. Back in the day. Yes. Fast forward to today. I don't know how much they're needed, but I'll say the very... <laughs> Quietly. But there is a line drawn between union and non union electricians, there right? There is, big time. Yeah. Big time. Unfortunately, there is. I have my personal thoughts about it. And you know what? Anybody can question me about it because I'll, uh, I'll go toe to toe with anybody when it comes to electrical, whether you're union or non union, because 
I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table, therefore I'm not afraid to eat alone, right? Yeah. So that being said, the schools are not doing what they should do. They're telling you, go to university, you're gonna make lots of money on this. They don't tell you how much debt you're gonna be into. What happens when you go to university? You get bombarded with all these fucking credit card people, right? So now you got a young high school student going to university. No credit, no no sense of money management. Nothing, because for some reason, they don't teach you nothing like that in high school. They do it on purpose if you think about it. Yeah. They actually, they create the people that are gonna create their own problems Mm -hmm. automatically. They do that. Which is such an amazing plan is what they do. I know it's on the first day of university when you go and you go to Frosh Week, whatever, and you walk around, it's just credit card company after credit card company after credit card company. Here you go. Do you want a $1,500 credit card? Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here it is. And you don't go buy books with it. You don't go buy pens with it. No, No, you go to the bar. Exactly. All of a sudden, you're 18, you're 19 years old, you got $1,500 available to you. Guess what? That thing is maxed within a week. Of course. You know what I mean? And then good luck getting out of that debt. Because once that's one smacks, you get another one. Yep. Then you get another one. And then you get into that cycle. Right? And you get into that cycle. All to come out of university, and all of a sudden now you're working at Starbucks as a barista <laughs> because <laughs> there's no jobs. Nothing. And if you're not working as a barista, you're at home. Hey, well, what happened? Well, you're not working. Oh, I can't find nothing on my field. Well, fuck, bro. I don't even know what your field is. I can't even pronounce what your field is. And you thought you were going to get a job on it? Come on, dude. It's you know true. what I mean? It's true. Instead of pushing that, why don't you push the trace and promote it a little bit more? So how do we do that? Patricia, how do we do, how do we get the schools? I mean, there's some technical schools here in Toronto. and there there's is. And there's some really good post schools out here as well in Ontario, NBC, across the country. There is. The problem is that the kids in high school don't know about it. And they get in, so like you say you get in too late that's right and then but i get nervous sometimes like do you really think a 16 17 year old boy or girl will know the trades is right for them i don't think they will know but if you're given the choice they can educate themselves into it and then they can make the choice and see what it's all about they can maybe reach out to somebody at the end of the podcast i'm gonna give out my email you listen to the show Email me. Email me. I'm here to help. Got a I question? St- yeah. I struggle getting into the trade. I know what it's like. I know what it's like. Why did you struggle? Because after the accident with the whole WSIB thing, they put you through a thing that's called the work reentry program. Okay. And again, for some fucking reason, they tried to push me to do something else. And I was like, no. What do you mean? Like an office job? Like an office job. Just to kind of get to me, it was just to get me out of their hair. You know what? You got hurt. Sorry. Who fucking who? Life goes on. And Were they me, thinking you're a liability? Yes. Them, them, you know what? They might have thought I was a liability. I don't know. All I know is that when you go into the work reentry program, they want you to pick the quickest, shortest, easiest thing to do so that way your file is closed and they don't deal with you anymore. Yeah, that's true. Because while the file is open, they give you a... I don't want to call it a social worker, but it's somewhat of a social worker that looks after your file. So this person takes care of the fact that you might have to go to a vocational school if you need to upgrade or help you get into whatever program you might want to get into. Now, because there was an apprenticeship, what I was going to do, all of a sudden, there was red tape everywhere. And Why I st- are they making it so difficult? I think it's just because they just 
fucking don't want you to do it. Like, I don't understand why. I really don't. I asked. I go, why can I do this? Their answer was because we don't deal with trades. I'm like, well, why not? It's a trade. It's a job. It's a career. It's, to me, it's a profession. This is what I do for a living. Yeah. You do a trade. You play your cards right. You keep your nose clean. You keep your head up. After five, six years in the trade, depends on where you go and how you do it, maybe 10 you're making over six figures, bro. Yeah, you are. That's so a fact, by it's the way. It's a fact. Yeah. You're making over six figures, right? Okay, boo fucking who? My pants are a little bit dirty. Bro, I have a washing machine, so, man. So, uh, the kids, imagine that. You're 20 years old. Let's say, just for argument's sake, yeah. you start at 20. Yeah. By the time you're 30, you're putting down a big chunk of change on a house. That's right. And you still have plenty of money to buy a car. That's right. And then provide for your wife. And have the wedding that you wanted to have, yep. and then start a family, plan a vacation, and that's your first year of making six figures. That's right. Then your second that's year, right. and then start compounding all that. That's right. That's you, the reality of having a career in construction. You just got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Is it going to be tough? Of course. Are you going to get yelled at? Yes. You're going to get reamed out? Swear at? Shit thrown at you? Yeah. But that's all part of the gig, if you ask me. It's all part of the learning process. You're evolving. Every year, you're going to be evolving. So the guy that was telling you, oh, you fucking idiot, how did you do that? What the fuck? That same guy, the following year, is going to give you a pat in the back and say, good job, bro. That looks yep. nice. The following year, he's going to be like, hey, man, how did you do that again? The following year, he's going to be asking you, so what did you want me to do? And then you're going to be telling him, take care of this, 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 and that, and I'll take care of this. That's my life story. That's what happened with me. I started with some old timers. They weren't showing me shit. And if you guys are listening, bro, I don't even care. They just didn't want to? In my head, and I ask all the time, and I'm like, you know what? Either it was job security for them. because That, that could be an option. Right? Yeah. Because maybe they feel intimidated and they're yeah. like, okay, this guy's yeah. a go-getter. Shit. Or I just got the shitty jobs because they didn't want to do it. Right, I mentioned that I have my fire alarm license. Yeah, replacing a fire alarm panel is a fucking nightmare. You have a multi-zone fire alarm panel. What that means? Thousands of wires right in front of your face that you gotta deal with. We will do the bitch work. And let's face it, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Whether it's politically correct or not, you're in the trades. That's what you're gonna hear, and you go do it. That's it. I go run the conduit. I go pull the wires. I go pull the multi wires. And we're talking about a 32 multi times three, times four, times five. Holy so, cow. You know, you do the math on those Jeez. cables. Do you go home and have spaghetti after that? Or no, what? no, dude. <laughs> but I do go home and see fucking wires and fire. Noodles everywhere. All eyes, kinds man. of color. Shit, everything's moving. <laughs> so they'll get you to pull the wire around the conduit. It's not the most fun, but it's got to get done, and it's part of the gig, right? But they don't want to do it, so they get you to do it. Then you get all excited because you're finished. Okay, yeah, I run the cables. I run the wire. Okay, so maybe they'll let me terminate. Maybe they'll let me bring wires into the panel. No. They won't? You're out. And they're sitting there, you know what I mean? And we're talking back in the day. So these guys are sitting there. They got a smoke fucking hanging out of their mouth. Because let's face it, 20 years ago. That's how it was. Nobody gave a shit if you're smoking in an electrical room, right? Yeah. So you're sitting there, <laughs> and they're sitting there smoking, you know what I mean? And you're just sitting there like an idiot watching going, hmm, can I try? No, 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 no. They wouldn't let you touch it. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, what the fuck, man? Like, okay, you know what? I want to be able to touch it. I want to be able to, do, I want to learn. I want to evolve. I want to grow. I don't want to just feel like, fuck, all I do is run pipe. All I do is pull wire. 
all I do is I'm a golfer, pretty much. Yeah. Fast forward to today, two tickets in my pocket, I'm programming fire alarm panels, and some of those dudes, I'm telling them what to do. <laughs> so it happens, but you gotta want it. I wanted to learn. I wanted to upgrade my stuff because I didn't want to do that. And I promised myself that whenever I get a chance to have an apprentice, I will never do that. And to this day, every single apprentice that's worked with me, I tell them on the way to the job site, I say, listen, what happens in the job site is like Vegas, dude. It stays at the job site. And they give me this look like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to do nothing. All I mean is you're going to get yelled at. I might or I might not ream you out. Does that always happen? It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen, okay. dude. It's just going right. to happen, right? Okay. And, you know, and I tell them, I'm an asshole. So I am going to ream you out. I kind of yell at you. I kind of curse. I might throw a thing or two at you. But please remember that's just the job. We have deadlines. We're working under pressure. At the same time, I got to make sure that you're safe as my apprentice because I'm responsible for you. You're fully responsible. Right? For 100% responsible yes. for you. Anything happens to you is on me. You. Exactly. Right? And I also need to look after myself. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress there. It's just a job. At the end of the day, when we go home, that job's done, bro. And we'll be laughing. We're singing in the truck, listening to tunes. You know what I mean? It's all good. Go enjoy your family life. That's right. Do not take it personal. I say to them, I go, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm here to work. I'm not here to make friends. I have enough friends, right? <laughs> so I am going to be a dick and I am going to be an asshole. But at the end of the day, don't take it personal because it's not against you. It's but you're also going to educate them. That's you're going to teach them. And I tell them, I go, I get them to do stuff more than other people. I see other journeymen, they just use and abuse their apprentices. Go do this. Go do this. Bring me this from the truck. Go get this. And I then they'll work with me and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Then they show you this? No. Well, well what the fuck do you do when Such you work missed with Mr. Opportunities, X? Man. That's right. When you work with Mr. X, what are you doing? Oh, I can tell you what he has in his truck. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> I'm like, nah, dude, that's not right. And I tell them, I went through this and I said, I will never do this to somebody else. I know what I bring to the table, so I'm not afraid to eat alone. So I will teach you everything that I know. And I tell them, I want you to do this, this, and that. And I don't want you to think that I'm getting you to do this because I'm being lazy. I don't want you to think that I'm getting you to do this because I don't want to do it. I'm getting you to do this because we have time. Therefore, if you fuck it up, I can fix it. And because you need to learn. But that's how you're going to learn. That's it. The whole, there's no mistakes. There's learning lessons. Don't these old timers realize that I believe, I agree with you that it's about intimidation. Mm -hmm. They're concerned that you're going to come in, you're a go-getter, you're going to possibly take work away from me. There's so much work in this industry. There's a lot of work. And, and there's, there's so much way work for, to come. Yeah, for, for people that want to work. That's right. And they have the passion and the interest and the skill set. And it's in their benefit. It is. Some people will consider me an old timer in the trade because I've been doing it for over 20 years. I don't look old. <laughs> no, you I don't. I like to think. <laughs> no, At least don't. I tell myself that every day in the mirror. Okay, you still look good, brother. We're good, right? It happens to me at times. When I go to certain job sites, people sometimes look at me and they're like, dude. And I'm like, dude, what? This is what we're doing. Oh, yeah, but we're waiting for. So that's me. I'm running the job. 
So you know what? Go take care of this or take, go take care of that. And, and that's the problem. It's, it goes down, sorry, Han, for the expression, but it goes down to my cock is bigger than yours. Yeah, and you know what? It's I'm true. I'm not about to no, start I measuring totally cocks, you. bro. No, it's true. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about I'm that. I'm going to make you feel a little bit old because I felt old recently is you're going to have an apprentice come on site that's going to be younger than the amount of experience that you have. <laughs> you know if, what? if it hasn't happened already, because you've been in the business twenty three yeah, years, yeah, yeah. So have you had? Oh, an, yeah. Have you had? Definitely. A, for sure, you've Definitely. had an apprentice. You know what the funny thing is, and that blows my mind. Sometimes when I see that, right? I'll tell you a story, and <laughs> and, and, and this and this goes to show you how people are. Again, we're going back to the school because they all ties on together, it does. right? It does. And I'll use my own brother as an example. Okay, love you, bro. I did say I was going to say this, so it's all good. He's not going <laughs> to come after me. He's 10 years younger than me. Okay. Okay. In high school, he was being pushed to go to university. He's always been a jock. Like, this guy plays all kinds of fucking... He's Spanish and he's playing hockey. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how... How did he drop? Like, how many times did he drop when he was a kid? Like, what? Like, how is he... <laughs> we dropped him a couple of times, <laughs> me and my older brother. So, maybe that's why, but... He's I, Chilean and he wants to be a hockey. He, my man playing hockey, man, man. And I'm just like, what, bro? He's like, yeah, I got hockey tonight. Well, ho what, you got what? Three, that was a curveball. Please tell me it was foosball. Was it foosball? No, no bro, not even my that. My man is putting on ice skates and wow. he's skating. I don't even know how to skate. I've done it twice in my life. I fell on my ass. It's not for never me. Never again. It's not for you me. You know what I mean? I know. I know I, we're in Canada, but it's not for me. Not for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not for me. So anyways, he's a jock. He played high school football. He's your soccer guy. He's been, you know, dad with the trophy type of thing, right? All sports. Great. So he wasn't going to go to university. So he got pushed into going to college. He did paralegal. The first thing he did before paralegal, he tried to do electrical engineering. It was too much math. He didn't like it. So he went to do paralegal. Great. Paralegal worked out. He got his ticket. That ticket, I didn't know, but it's over $1,500 to pay to Dur get your license. Wow. So I was like, holy fuck, I'm sorry, $1,500 to all the rich guys out there. Hey, kudos to you. But to me, that's a lot of money. I'm sorry, $1,500. bucks. It is. That's a lot of dough. I don't care. So he paid, got it. Big party for his graduation. Great. Yeah, hey, you graduated. We were all happy for the guy, right? Hey, fuck, you went to college, you did paralegal. Great. Gets a job at a lawyer's office. Uh, what do you know? A month later, month and a half maybe, I don't like it. He's done with it. Bro, what do you mean you don't like it? You went to fucking college. You did this. Pay for it. All the books, everything else, and then the money to get your license and everything, and you don't like it. No, not for me. I don't like the office feel. The environment. The environment. He's not your suit guy to come in or whatever. And I'm like, well, you, you kind of should have known that you would have been in an office setting type of thing and maybe not always going to court to delegate for lawyers. Yeah, it's not a TV show. That's right. <laughs> reality is reality. If you're just starting out, guess what? You're sitting in filing, right? Yes. Long story short, he didn't like it. He didn't know what to do. So here I come and I talk to him and I said, listen, why don't you do a trade? Oh, okay. I like working with my hands. I can, I can see it's doing that. I go, listen. I've been doing it for so long, I have really good relations with elevator companies if you want to be an elevator mechanic. I got good relations with HVAC companies if you want to become HVAC. I got good relations with plumbers. 
regardless of what everybody says between plumbers and electricians. <laughs> hey, I love you guys, man. You know what I mean? Just don't touch my cord. <laughs> but I do know a lot of plumbers as well. Great trade. Make a killing. Yes, they do. So it's almost like I can get you into the trades. Then I said to him, I chose personally electrical. It's a little bit cleaner, and I know what everybody says. You know what I mean? You guys are fucking, you guys think you guys are the shit, blah, 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 blah. And unfortunately, we do. <laughs> a lot of electricians are like, oh, we're the doctors of the construction sites. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you know what? You hear it. I chuckle at it. I laugh because you know what? Anybody that knows me, I'm humble as hell, man. I really don't care. You know what I mean? I do what I do and I go home. That's it, right? And I love what I do. So it's not like it's, I'm dragging my feet. I go and I do it because I love it. And I told him, I got into electrical. Why? Because when I'm 50, when I'm 60, I still want to play with my grandkids, bro. I want to be able to get up. Yeah. I have friends that do tile, for instance. Amazing Aww. work, beautiful work. But your knees, I'm your sorry. Your bodies are broken. Your back. I know right? tile setters that are in their 20s and their bodies are broken right. because they're doing things wrong. They're not understanding. That's right. Again, yeah. back to safety. There's certain ways that you can do things yes. where you're not going to get hurt. Elevator mechanics, I said. Hey, they make great money. I work hand in hand with them. We wire up their shit. We power them up. You know what I mean? So I see it. I've seen what they do. But again, if you're working on mods, heavy work, man. It's heavy work. Me, personally, I wouldn't want to do it, right? It's good money, though. It's crazy good money. Like insane money. Crazy good money. Yeah. But you're working yes. for it, yes. physically and mentally. Yes. Because at the end of the day, when they're bringing those motors up to the elevator machine room, some of them, you can't get a crane in there, so they chain hoist it. Well, not only is it physical now, but you got to think. You put that chain hoister one way or whatever, that thing's coming down. Watch out, man. Right? Back to so responsibility. It's demanding physically and mentally. Yeah. So I said to him, I'll go up to you. But this is my personal opinion. You take it for what it's worth. I'm just telling you my personal opinion. And I told him about other trades, which, you know what I mean, HVAC, they make crazy good money. I know friends of mine that do HVAC. Uh, commercial, they're freezing their balls off and the roof of that building <laughs> in the winter. Well, I'm nice and warm in that electrical know, room, bro. I know. So at the end of the day, I said, this is why I chose this trade. Because I make good money. Yes, you get dirty, not as dirty at times. I go, the only thing that we hate to do, but we all have to do it, is clean up. <laughs> That's the only thing I have against electricians. Especially on custom resis. Yeah. I don't know how it is on commercial. All the little offcuts, man. Oh, I know. On finished I flooring, know. that's the only. I, I, I have a lot of respect for any electrician that has a little battery power vacuum. Hey, what did I buy years ago? <laughs> I bought my Milwaukee that's, battery vacuum. That, that's all that, like, because that's a godsend. Because the yeah. thing is, like, forget about the broom and the, and the, the, the dust. It doesn't pan. catch everything. It doesn't catch it. A vacuum, that's why I got it. Yeah, you vacuum, you just do it, right? I have in my van my dustpan and my broom with my name on it. But I also have my battery vacuum because when you're trying to get the dust, you know, if I'm drilling a riser, I'm not getting that dust with the broom, bro. I'm just spreading it all over the place, That's making it worse for myself. So I bring my little vacuum. It's and done. it's done. It it's takes done. two seconds, man. And residential, yes, I've done a lot of residential as well. A lot of cool projects. And yes, I have been guilty of the little of things myself. I'm not going to lie. I have, yes. 
but clean up after yourself. That's all it is. That's it. And I told them, that's one of the main things that we need to do. You clean up after yourself, trust me. If you fucked up somewhere, nobody cares because you cleaned up. They're just amazed that you cleaned up. Yeah. You have time that's to fix it. it. That'll be a nice lasting impression. You got it. But it's funny that I've always had to just wink, wink, say it yeah, to the electricians. I know. I know. <laughs> I get it. And, because and, and, I could turn around and the plumbers are already doing it. Yeah. The HVAC are already doing yeah. it. Everybody else yeah. is already doing it. Yeah. I'm looking at the electrician going, is he going to do it or is he not going to do it? Is he gonna do it? <laughs> he's, he's waiting to see if somebody will come and do it. That's what he's doing, right? And... Uh, like he he's done residential with me as well, my brother, and because so sorry. is he enjoying so, it now? So now is he, is he enjoying it? Fifth year, ready to go right. Okay, he loves it. Okay, what he was doing before that driveways, that shit gets hard. Concrete, it gets hard, right? And he's like, oh, I like it, I like it. I go, yeah, but bro, it's you're young, your man. Body, man. You're young. You're yeah. fucking at this time. He was in his twenties. I go, by the time you're my age, ten years of doing this straight, you're you're back a shot, dude. Does he miss the paralegal, the office? Not at all. Does he miss it at all? Not at all. And when I talked to him and I said, listen, I'm going to go to the show. I want to try to bring safety and, and, and knowledge in regards of apprenticeships and safety and blah, 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 blah. Can I use your story? The fact that you went to college, finished a degree or a program or whatever. And then and he goes, yeah, go ahead. Who was the, was it the guidance counselor again that persuaded? I asked him, I asked him and I said to him, I go, let me ask you, did they talk to you in school about apprenticeship? He goes, they mentioned it in passing. Hmm. And that's it. It's almost like if somebody says, oh, I read that book. No, yeah. you didn't fucking read the book. You read the back of the book. Oh, by the that's way. That's not reading the, the book. There's this that you can maybe consider. You got it. And then just wave it in front you of them got and it. that's it. They didn't go into detail. They didn't do nothing other than he remembers that they mentioned it. Not as an option. It was almost like... You don't have the grades for university, you can go to college because you don't want to do an apprenticeship type of deal. You know what I think the schools should do is they should actually bring the students in and not ask them what they want to do for a living or consider. I think they should break down the numbers. Yes. So let's say you want to be a paralegal. Yeah. Here's what it's going to cost for your education. Here's going to be your entry salary. Here's mm -hmm. what it's going to cost for you to have a living in there. Yeah. Where you're going to possibly have to live. Where you're going to have to go bar hopping and live. Here's what you're going to be if you're an electrician. And present all the numbers associated right. and let the students decide on their own once they review the balance sheet. I had no debt. That's the beauty of no it. No debt That's the whatsoever. beauty of it. I know. Nothing. But they're not doing that for kids. They're not doing that for kids. They should do that for kids. I paid for my own college. Why? Because I did an apprenticeship. While I was doing an apprenticeship, I was living on my own downtown. I had my car. I had a motorcycle. I was paying for my shit. The apprenticeship allowed me to have the motorcycle, allowed me to have the car, allowed me to have my apartment downtown, which a shoebox will cost you fucking 2500 oh, bucks. That's insane. You know what I mean? That's insane. And... When I went to school, I was able to pay because when you do an apprenticeship, you're only paying like about $500, depending on the apprenticeship that you do, give or take for that one term because the government takes care of the rest. Oh, okay. Not much. And you're working, you're getting paid. And then when you go to school, you go on layoff. Yeah, you go on unemployment. Yes, you're only getting 60 or 65%, whatever the fuck it is. Nowadays. But you're still at school, at learning, educating, That's but right. you're bringing some money in to survive. That's right. Just to survive because they know it's an apprenticeship and you need to work, you need to survive. Yeah, yeah. Then you go right back to work. And when you go back to work, you're making more money because on your contract, every year 
that you go, turn one, two, three, four, five, your money goes up, 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 up by percentages until you're at the top. And then it's up to you how you want to specialize. I also told them, you do electrical. There's so much you can do with electrical. You can do residential, commercial. You can do low voltage. You can get into automation. You can get into PLCs, fire alarm. I remember a day on site with my Irish electrician. And he must be fun to work with. No, he was, he was lots of fun. <laughs> he, he moved back. He moved back to Ireland. So, so then he actually ended up giving me his co-worker. So now I'm still using the Irish electrician, mm -hmm. right? So go. it's good. But I remember uh, specifically on a day on site where I had a building consultant. Mm -hmm. So they were on site. And I, a good friend, Greg LaBelle, he's been on the show before and talking about passive and everything like that. And his son, Nico kid like he's a kid 16 17 so he asked me listen can you it, would it be okay that he comes and just hangs out and just you know shadows all the trades and i'm yeah. like by all means come in and shadow and he took to electrical he took to barry and he started following him and all of a sudden after a week of working with barry barry started teaching him that he goes do you realize that if you learn electrical here in canada or even in the u.s the knowledge that you have is global oh 100 percent so technically speaking, if you wanted to and there was an opportunity and you didn't have a family, you weren't starting that whole thing yet, you could do this trade in another country, Anywhere in Australia, in Europe, right. in Asia. Yeah. For instance, in Chile, I can go to electrical there. Yes. The only thing that changes... A lot of people don't know that. No. The only thing that changes between Canada and Chile, for instance, is the voltage. That's it. But the theory and the principle it's the same. is the same. Exactly the same. You know what I mean? I know. So... It's, it's great, and I don't understand why they're not teaching these people that. Again, a guidance counselors are not. Like, here's a map. By the way, your yeah. trade is good in every single one of these countries. Why not allow a trade man, for instance, to come and talk to some of these people? Be I see nothing Because the wrong banker with that. in the suit is more appealing. It trumps yeah. my work boots and my work pants. In theory, in theory, I'm to fortunate. a teenager who's glued to social media. It's to the naked eye. Social media is the devil, brother. Of course, we know that. Is. We know but, it is. We know it is because yeah. social media is a filter. I don't That's care. It. Every image, video that you see on social media is a filter. Yeah. Just understand that it's a filter. So it's not just a visual filter; it's actually a mental filter too. Oh yeah. But the kids are not understanding They're that. They're not. They're not. They're seeing something on social media and they think that that's the norm. Yeah. They see something on social media, they think they can do that. Yeah. Then they start getting mental health problems because they cannot do it, so they start getting depressed. And that's a huge problem. I see a lot of people on social media when it comes to the trades and construction and there's these beautiful images and these beautiful oh. pictures. And it's almost like, you know what? Some are real, some are not. I get it. I'm not going to hate on everybody. But at the end of the day, it's not any different than the shows. The shows are painting this pretty picture that is not a reality and people that are watching the shows are like oh i can do this i can no you can't i'm sorry no you can't how many times do you got to talk to a client if you're doing resi there explain to them that what they saw on the show is not it's not happening it's not what's real it's and not happening and you know what i don't care what anybody says i used to watch the shows and so i got more and more into my trade and started seeing more and more and realized that's bullshit, dude. That's not what? a reflection of, yeah. What is going on? Here I thought that this is great. Maybe one day I can become this great contractor, but I'm sorry if a little wall plate is crooked. I'm not going to tear down your house, bro, to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You know what I mean? But that's the shows. 
that's the shows. That's how and it is. social media is doing the same thing. Oh, it's exact. It's worse. So the shows is doing that to the homeowner that's sitting at home watching the shows. And social media is doing the same thing, but to the kids. You know what I mean? And it's wrong. I think it's funny that I actually think the TV shows are damaging the homeowners and social media are damaging the tradespeople. That's right. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. They're giving false pretenses on both planes. Yeah. So the homeowners think that this is what it's really like. And then all the tradespeople that want to get it or are in the business think that that's what construction is really like. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I see on social media, for instance, you look at somebody's page, you see this drills. That thing doesn't even have a scratch on it. <laughs> you should see my drill, bro. Like, it's used and abused. And that's why I would respect it a lot more than something that's got styrofoam on it still. So, I know. Made one hole. Like, are you kidding through me? Through a perfect joist and, that and, had no nails in it. And, yeah. They show all these videos on how they're doing something. And it's like, bro, what do you have time to work? All I'm seeing is videos of what you're doing. Yes, I have social media. Yes, you can look at it. I have two social medias. One that I stri strictly put nothing but work pictures, which, fuck, what do I got? 20 followers? Ooh. You know what I mean? What do I have? 10 pictures? I don't care, dude. I'm not here for, you know, the hype. The recognition of it. That's right. Don't yeah. believe the hype, man. Not everything yeah, is yeah. rainbows and butterflies yeah, out there. Yeah, no, it's totally. But I yeah, agree. people are putting these things on social media and they're like, oh, I just got this new drill. It's amazing. How do you know? It doesn't have a scratch on it. Have you even pushed the trigger on that thing? At the end of the day, it, it's all a lie. At the schools, they should allow somebody to go in. You mentioned OYAP. I did mention OYAP. Didn't have much success with it. Have you tried STC, the Skills Trades College? <sighs> is that another kind of thing? Uh, it's, is it bad? You know what? I have my own personal opinion okay. when it comes to it. And this is my personal opinion. I don't like it. I feel... It's like a crash course? If you will call it that, I feel that all these new colleges, electrical colleges, electricalcolleges.ca, and all these other colleges, you know what I mean? And like I said, I'm evil, bro. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I went. I'd rather be evil in this world than not evil. <laughs> Listen, everything I speak is from experience. Yeah. There's no way that I can say anything about this electrical colleges without experiencing it. Because otherwise, I'll be talking shit out of my ass. So I went to one of them. I pretended I was green as hell. I knew nothing. Mind you, I got all my tickets in my pocket and I got 20-something years experience. Okay. But I walked in like I know nothing. Hey, so I want to... What's this all about? <laughs> oh, come on in. Hey, you know, uh, this is what we do and we prep you for what trade? I go, I was thinking electrical. You know what I mean? I hear it's pretty good. Oh, it's amazing. It's one of the best trades out there. You know what? Although I'm an electrician, it's not the best trade. I'm sorry. I'll tell you right now. There's other trades that make way more money than me. But what makes a best trade? It's what you make. Exactly. So at the end of the day, right then and there, red light. Don't tell me it's the best trade. Oh, okay. You know All what right. I mean? All because, right. you know... <laughs> It's the best trade. Okay, cool. It's the best trade. Okay, cool. Well, well, what do you guys do here? Okay, well, they show me a little wall, a couple studs on it, and we show you how to wire this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. I go, okay, so that's all for houses. Eh? I'm playing dumb, man. Like, I'm trying to be as dumb as I can be, right? And inside, I just want to tell this guy, who the fuck you kidding, bro? <laughs> but I'm keeping my cool, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? All for houses, cool. I go, yeah, but... 
What about transform? Oh yeah, we show you how to wire up transformers. They do. Apparently they do, and right away I start scratching my head. Going they, they get students that really. Apparently they do transformers. Then I'm like, well, what kind of transformers? Because you're showing me residential, a mm. fucking doorbell transformer, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, a low-voltage doorbell transformer. Wait, do they still make those? Do they still? They still have them. They still do. People still put them on. I don't know why. All right. Uh, I keep ripping them out. Oh, so do I. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. Right? But. (laughs) A doorbell transformer. A doorbell transformer, dude. That's not a transformer. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool, right? A transformer. You're waiting for Optimus Prime or something like that. That's what you're waiting for. I was waiting for something more, right? I'm like, okay, show me something. Where's the big boom? This is what we got. Yes. That transformer. Then he shows me the wall because they have this shop. Hey, you know what? Don't get me wrong. Beautiful shop, clean, set up nice. Okay, cool. Again, I'm thinking, hmm, I'm scratching my head going, there's not one hole in the studs. So how many kids actually have drilled through the studs? Or maybe you rebuild it every day. I don't know. No, they don't. But I'm not seeing much shit being going on there. Again, my personal opinions. You know, haters are going to hate. That's fine. It's all good, man. But this is my personal opinion. So he's telling me about the residential. Then I said, I go, well, what about commercial? Well, they don't do commercial. They don't do commercial. You know why? Because they can't really bring lights like this. The electrical code book tells you that if you're going to do commercial, like say for 347 lighting, you need special connectors, blah, 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 blah. Well, they're not going to do that in the school. And they're not going to have 347 going to any type of light with students. You know what I mean? Because maybe the liability issue. You can do it that, but they don't get into that. The other reason why I personally think they don't do commercials is because it's not cost-effective for them to do commercial. Now you buy in BX, which is way more than your regular Romex. Now you buy in balances, maybe, to show somebody how to change a balance. You're doing... But if you're an electrician and you're going to get into the industry, you are going to do commercial. You are going to do commercial. If you're going to do construction and a maintenance electrician, you're doing you're commercial, doing, residential, yes, everything. Yeah. Everything under that belt. Yeah. Plain and simple. So this guy is painting the prettiest fucking picture. And I was like, okay, cool, man. This is exciting. Yeah. How much? They're telling me $10,000. Yep. I'm like, 10000 10000 I'm like, that's a little steep. But yeah, but it's electrical. You can make good money. This, this, and that. I go, okay, I get it. So what do I come out with? Or what does this include? What do you get? They give you a bag. A bag. Okay. So they gave me a Klein bag, which is a duffel bag. So it's not even a tool belt or anything like that. They give you like a little duffel bag with the Klein decal on it, right? It's just Klein tools on it. I love Klein. Shout out Klein. I love it. That's all I use. <laughs> so nothing against Klein. But they give you a Klein bag. Okay. Inside that bag, they give you your basic tools. Which are? Your Phillips, your Red Robbie, your Green Robbie. You know, number two, number three, whatever you want to call it, those political correct type of dudes out there, right? I call it, give me a red, give me a green, but then you get those, it's a number two. Okay, you get your set of pliers, which political correct, linesmen. You get your side cuts. Well, you can't call them linesmen now, or can you? So far, you can still call them linesmen. Oh, okay. As far as sign, no, right. if I'm wrong, I stand correct. I'm waiting for the government to say lines person. That's give me right. the lines person. I will call them pliers till the day I die. And I piss off a lot of people by doing that because they're like, they're lines, man. They're fucking pliers, a.k.a. hammer. Yes. So, you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Don't come at me with that. Your side cutters, and I think they give you a level. 
I think. A, tor a torpedo? A torpedo level. Okay. A small little guy. Okay. Right? Oh, and a hammer because it's residential. Did it come in a little wooden box that you open up as no, a the double door thing? No, 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 not like that. That's okay. all they gave you. And then so, go out to the real world now. You're an electrician. Not even. Because me being an electrician, I know that you have to get an apprenticeship. That means you have to be sponsored by a company. Sign the contract. You have the person that looks after you at the colleges of trades. Yep. It's a whole thing. So I said, I go, oh, okay, 10 grand. Ah, my parents might be able to help me out. I have some money saved up. Uh, I get the tools, so at least I save some money there. Bullshit. I'll be replacing those tools or buying more the next day. So I come out with an apprenticeship? Nope. What do you come out with? Peanuts. You don't come out with anything? Any certification? They give you a piece of paper that says, congratulations, you finished this program whatever, whatever, which is something I can create on my computer and print out with any printer. You know what I mean? No, I know. So you're not coming out with an apprenticeship. Some of these colleges will tell you, we set you up with an employer. Nine out of 10 guys are not being set up with an employer. The teacher's pet might get set up with an employer. Somehow, Things are being exchanged and returned somehow. Whether yeah. it's a couple yeah. of points here, of course there a is. couple of points over there. Listen, I tell you what, man. Why don't you send some kids my way and I'll throw you a couple of points or we'll big up your school it's, or it's, somehow something's happening. Yeah. Let's face it, it's construction. The shadiest fucking thing yeah. of all, right? Yeah. So something's happening. So you don't come out with nothing. So what's happening? My daughter, 18 years old. Her boyfriend, 19 years old. Great kid. Right? He's growing on me. Still <laughs> growing on me. He's a great kid. Is he Spanish? No. Oh, that's why he's growing on you. So he's got a lot of growing to do. Right? He's got a lot of bottles to bring over. Anyway, he's a great kid. Yeah. Nevertheless, he's still growing on me. Shit. <laughs> so I asked him. He wants to get into electrical. I'm trying to help him out as much as I can, guiding him. Again, because the school didn't help him at all. He asked me about the schools because he was thinking of going to one of them. To one of those college That's right. trades. Okay. That's right. And he said because he reached out to an electrical company, which will rename Nameless. Of course. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Off mic. But they told him flat out, we only accept students that have gone to this place. Really? That's what they said to him. And he asked me, what do you think? I said, tell them to go fuck themselves. That's what you say. Because so that's there's wheels bullshit. being greased. That's, that's just right. the bottom line. One, I couldn't believe it that they told them that. I couldn't believe it. And they said, they told me they only accept people that have gone there. And I said, you know what? I've taken them to work with me. And I said, what you've done with me is more than what you've going to be doing in that school. Well, because that was my question for you, man. Are these kids ready after doing that course? They're not. And I'll tell you why I say they're not. Again, I don't speak shit out of my ass. I've worked with kids that went to schools like that. They're greener, they're green. Are Again, they worse? I do commercial. Are I they do commercial worse or what? Like right? they, I'm getting the sense that they may be worse because they've been painted, again, social media filter. That's right. They've been painted a picture that this is easy and you can get work and you'll make a lot of money. It's so bad and it gets so bad out there. This is why I'm doing what I want to do. We'll get to what I want to do, right, and what I'm getting into. It's getting so bad, the high schools are not helping you. No. So then you leave high school, 
you don't know what the fuck you're gonna be doing. So what happens at that point? You're being pressured by friends and family. That's right. You gotta do something. To you gotta something. do something. Yes. Right. And if you happen to be Latino or European, you're being pressured even more because you're supposed to be doing something by the time you come out of your mama's belly. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You're supposed to already be doing something. Exactly. Right? It's just the way it is. That's how we're raised. Hardcore, go, go, go. Especially if you're a man. The women, they're tougher than us. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they don't get touched as much as we do because they can hold their own way of more than they us. Can, yes. Right? They're being pressured to do something. Then what happens is the parents don't know any better. All they know is that they want their kid to do good, and unfortunately, they have blinders on. If you have a parent that's not in the construction or uh, some kind of relative that's not in construction that does well, like I'm not talking about, hey, I'm not knocking the roofers, but <laughs> <laughs> if you have a roofer off the front, don't listen to him, right? <laughs> Just a little construction joke. But if you don't have a relative that does well in the construction industry, they kind of tell you, oh, you want to be like your Uncle Bob? Being uh, uh, in construction, he does, he's not good. Not They're the good. guidance counselor all over again. That's right. So now all of a sudden, the parents hear about this college. This and college is painting a beautiful picture. So mom and dad go to this college. The teachers there and the instructors, because I wouldn't even call them teachers, the instructors there, some of them are not even electricians. They're not even licensed electricians? Some of them. Not all of them. Okay. But some of them are not even licensed electricians. So they get a curriculum. Here, show them this. Teach them this. Get them to do this. Right? But if you say, oh, what ratio do you have? Or anything? Crickets. Nothing. Nothing. Now the parents went. They had a consultation. Now they're coming back home and they're saying, hey, Johnny, look, look, look. We pay for it. Don't worry. So they're paying for this. Johnny goes. Johnny comes out. Johnny thinks he's hot shit. Johnny gets into the job site, and Johnny's shit. Doesn't work out. He gets shut down. 100%. Why? Because Johnny comes in and, oh, you have any experience? Have you done anything? Oh, no, but I went to school, and I did this, this, and that, and I graduated with like a 99%. Okay, so you can read a book, and you can memorize. Good for you. Let's see the hands-on. I can tell right away, and I know I've heard it on your show a million times, and I agree with every single one of yourself and everybody else that's been on the show. You can tell within the first five yeah. minutes what this person knows. When I go to job sites, believe it or not, I wear a green hat. Do you really? I do. <laughs> and again, it's because I'm an <laughs> asshole and I do it on purpose. Because you go into a job site, oh, green hat. Oh, he's green. And so they come and talk to me. And then they're like, what the fuck, bro? Why don't you wear? No, man, because you know what? I'm not here to be like... Here I come, chest is puffed out and uh, dick yeah. hanging to the floor. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here to work, bro. You know what I mean? So I wear a green hat to the job site, bro. <laughs> and everybody laughs and chuckles because that means I'm green, yeah. right? And no, I'm not. I'm sorry, but I'm not. But Johnny comes and all of a sudden he doesn't want to accept the fact that he's green because he just spent $10,000, six months maybe, on this college where he drilled a couple of holes. And what do they show you? You do a plug, a switch. And, a, and light. a light. Bro, I think that... How many plugs, how many switches, how many lights? Exactly, right? Exactly. The truth is, though, if those parents were coming to your job site and they saw you teaching the kids the way the real world is, they're going to go, nope, nope. 
Unfortunately. But they go to that school, and like I've been in the school there, the concrete's clean, and the yeah. studs are perfect, yeah. and everything's yeah. all lined up, and yeah. the kids are all wearing safety vests, and everybody's yeah. all nice and proper. Yeah. But that's not real. That's not real. Yeah. That's not real. I've been to many job sites where there's no vest on. There's no, no. lights on. Are you supposed I, I to have buy? my vest in my van. But I, I, ca- I can't tell you the last time. I think I put it on just to see if it fit the last <laughs> time, right? Like, I just wanted to put it on, make sure the Velcro straps were, yeah. were still connecting. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I was tell it. you. My vest comes on when I see another fluorescent vest with the word, in, you know, <laughs> inspector or something. MOL, like, ministry, or oh, blue, a blue shit. hat. A that's blue, right. That's all right. You so. know, that's when I'm like, I got to go to the shitter, boys. And then I come <laughs> out with my vest and everything else. Because let's face it, reality is reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not always rainbows and butterflies, man. And from a parent's point of view, Oh, Johnny, he's going to break a nail. You know what? That's how he's going to learn. Next time, he's not going to break it because he knows what he did wrong. Plain and simple. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that everybody can relate. But do you think the parents would want their kids to be in the industry if they knew the real version of it? The whole version of it, yes. Yes. If they know the, if they can see the entire picture, if they can actually open up their eyes and take the blinders off. I'm a big believer. Every coin has two sides. You need to be able to see both sides to be humble. If a parent can see both sides of that coin, then he can see the whole picture, and I guarantee you that they'll want him to be I agree with you. in the field. I agree Because with you. one side of the coin is kind of show Johnny breaking his nail. Maybe Johnny getting a cut. I got cuts all over my fucking body, dude. Those are bottle wounds, man. Yeah. It's all good. You know it's what I mean? probably have band-aids in the van. You got it. That's you it. know what I mean? Yeah. Or your electrical tape. Yes. Or around the finger. You're good to go, A little bit go, of paper man. towel. That's it. That's, that's it. That's the what gauze. What more do I need? You know what I mean? <laughs> if it doesn't want to stop bleeding, bro, you put a little bit of salt. Dude, I'm just wondering, is it, is it more expensive to create an electrical band-aid than to actually buy a band-aid? Which is more expensive? It actually costs you more, <laughs> but you know it is what it is, man. You wear that, you wear that electrical tape. But you're paper proud. Pride. You're That's proud. It. That's why <laughs> the piece of paper towel sticking out That's and the tape it. around there. That's <laughs> it. But if the parent was to see both sides of the coin, I agree with you. He'll be humble enough to realize that he will get hurt because it will happen. I don't care how cautious you are, you will get hurt. You know what I mean? And that's just part of growing. That's part of evolving. That's part of learning, right? But they will also see the other side of the coin where you're debt-free. You're making over six figures. It's a reputable trade, bro. Like, yeah, I might be dirty during the day. I go home, I shower. I can put on a suit just like anybody else if I want. It's fine. It's okay. I think parents will one, especially if you happen to be a kid that happens to be lost. I was lost, man. After the accident, I didn't know if I was going to become somebody that I can be proud of. Never mm-hmm. mind my parents, my wife, or anybody else for that matter. Because I was lost. I didn't know what the fuck to do. The only thing that saved me was my motorcycle. <laughs> I always wanted to have a bike. I had the accident. I didn't know if I was going to be able to ride. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I didn't even know how to ride, and I bought a bike. I learned how to ride. I got my license. I jumped on the bike. I fucked off to fucking PI. I rode from Brampton, Ontario, all the way to Brampton, Ward Island. The first back. year? The first year of riding? My first year of riding, wow. man. My first year of riding all by myself. I effed off, and that was it. And Priscilla, you had no problem with the bike, or, or you didn't know him then? I didn't know him. Oh, Just after. Didn't, uh. She knew me after, yeah. <laughs> but, and I took off, and people were like, where the hell is this guy? This guy just disappeared. I'm like, oh, I'm in Quebec now. Oh, I'm in New Brunswick. I'm in Moncton. I'm in Halifax. 
I went to, uh, I did the Cabot Trail. Beautiful. Anybody that, I know you're right. I haven't done it. If you haven't done it, bro, I I recommend it. it. Yeah. Every August, there's a huge bike ride in PEI. Took the ferry over. I didn't even know. I'm like, holy crap. Beautiful. I did a beautiful ride around the island. Peanuts. I mean, it's it's very short, the ride, because the island's small. But it was an amazing experience. That gave me the confidence to say, you know what? I'm not letting this get me down. I didn't think I was going to be able to ride because of the eye and you lose your depth perception. Depth perception. That thing. You know what I mean? Like if you throw a a set of keys at me, I might catch it, I might not. You know what I mean? It's a shot in the dark, right? (laughs) (laughs) But that's what allowed me to say, you know what? Now you can do anything the fuck you want. You can do it. Don't let this bring you down. And that's what made me get into the trade and made me realize that Remember, go back to the beginning. I had a panic attack. I had an anxiety attack. I, had, I got diagnosed with PTSD. I can use a saw today. Every now and then, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Cut this for me, bro. Yeah. You know, and I walk away. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be sitting here and saying, oh, no. Here comes Johnny. I'm tough. No, 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 no. I still, it still affects me to this it's day. It's not a big deal, and it's not a lesser of you that, to ask another person. That's right. Just do me a favor. Cut this yeah. for me. The grinder. Yeah. When you were talking about the grinder, yeah. inside, I was like, Whoa. I hate grinders, dude. I hate grinders. I can't use it. I hate the smell. You're cutting metal with a grinder. You cut a piece of Unistra with a grinder. That smell, instant headache. And I think it goes back to the accident and the sound and everything else i can't i do not know i just love the sparks that's yeah, all it is. man i'll I give you sparks spark. if you want sparks man electrical sparks are different than grinder sparks man <laughs> so you know it's one of those things where i just I, I can't do it when i did the bike trip that's what made me realize i can do this it's funny you bring that up because I had plenty of friends who rode. The moment they had their first accident, never rode ever again. I don't get it. And then I had my accident. I've had two accidents. One I went down, one I didn't go down. The moment I went down, I wanted to get back up. And it was months before I can get back up because that's how long it took to fix my bike. But the moment I got my bike back, I went back on. I went down once. Yeah. I went down once. It was raining. Somebody cut me off. You either get back on or you don't. Those I are jumped the two. back on the bike. I took it back home. That's I got it. it fixed, and I That's went riding right away right after. After my shoulder here, I split my fucking muscle on my shoulder because I landed on it. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh shit, okay, well, a couple of months." But I love that the go. bike made you motivated to but get it back. It made me motivated because I was able to do something that I didn't think, and because mentally I was telling myself, "Now I'm never going to be able to have a bike," which is something I always wanted, was bringing me down even more. It was almost like that was over more powering or more overpowering than yeah. the accident itself that I was bringing. And I was doing that to myself. And so I said, no, get out of this funk and just do it. Try it out. Why be afraid? Do it. And this is what I want people to realize. You know what I mean? If somebody can get over an accident that is completely life-changing at a young age where it can really bring you down to a point where you cannot get out of a fucking hole, yeah. you can do something else you can get hurt and overcome it you cannot let that bring you down hopefully it's something that you can overcome of course i mean there's accidents and then there's accidents but that's what life's about but you got it experiencing right? yeah. life evolving every day we evolve our first intention is to think that something terrible happened 
that means the rest of my life is going to be terrible. That's right. And that's yeah. not the case. At that point, you're just manifesting bad things, man. Yes. You're calling the bad luck. Yes. You're, you know what I mean? Like we say in Spanish, no llame a la mala suerte. You know what I mean? <laughs> if somebody says, oh, we're going to be late. Bro, no llame a la mala suerte. Oh, this guy. No llame a la mala suerte. Just leave it alone, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. You have to overcome things. That's how you learn. You need to evolve. Every day you need to evolve. Every day you need to move forward. That's the beauty of construction. That's it. Because you get an opportunity to do that every single day. Every single day I learn something new. Yes. I've been in the trade for years and years and years, man. But every day I learn something new. There's always something to learn. There's always a way to evolve. Move forward. Don't let something stop you. If I yell at you today and ring me off because you fucked up, don't call in sick tomorrow. No. Because you're afraid of what I might do. Come in tomorrow and step up. Step up to the plate, bro. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Don't come in late. There's nothing more that I hate than somebody coming in at 7 o'clock in the morning with a coffee in their hand. <laughs> 7 o'clock, tools on hand, bro. Put that shit down. Right? Well, we don't even get into that world just yet, man. Oh, it's even worse when they're late and they come in with a coffee. So you have time to get a coffee, but, but not to be not on time. Not on time, exactly. On. You need to learn these things. And the only way to learn it, an apprentice is just as good as this journeyman. It's a reflection of the journeyman. I love that you said that. That's it. Any, any apprentice, like... People that worked with my brother always tell me, holy fuck, your brother's good. And there's people that have told me that don't know he's my brother. I take those more yes, because they don't know he's my brother. For all you know, you're just telling me my brother's a great worker because he's my brother. And you're just kind of, you know, sobándomelo coquito, like how we say in Spanish. You're fucking massaging my nuts. You know what I mean? No, no, don't. You know, no me vengas about los coquitos, right? Like it's, no, you know, don't kiss my ass, right? But the guys that don't know he's my brother, oh, this guy's a great worker. Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, yeah, no, you know what? He's really come up. He's good. I don't tell them that he was my apprentice. But I take that as a compliment, not only for him, and I'm happy for him, and I'm proud of him, but at the same time, I pat myself in the back because, you know what? There's nothing wrong with patting yourself in the back. Everybody's always expecting everybody else to give you a pat in the back. Pat yourself in the back. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Those You're are, allowed. Those are the true influencers that I respect. You're allowed. Yeah, not the social media influencers. No. Because you're taking a huge amount of pride of what you taught this other person. That's right. I, and it's not, you don't get an opportunity just for one. You can influence Several. That's right. Over the course of your career. That's right. And that's what makes me happy and it makes me proud. It's a reflection of what I taught him. He listened. I was hard on him. I don't know if it's a Spanish thing or a family thing, but we tend to be harder on our families yeah. than everybody else. So him being my younger brother, my little brother, I was harder on him than any other apprentice. But that's because I wanted him to excel. You know what I mean? I wanted him to learn and do well and evolve and grow. You know what I mean? And the trade. There's so much to learn in this trade that I bet you any money by the time I retire, I still didn't learn everything. Of course not. There's so much, right? Nah. I take that as a compliment. And that's why it goes back to me talking to the trade to, to the apprentices saying, don't take it personal, old man. If I rim you out today, please come back tomorrow because it's not personal. You will learn. It goes back to me saying to the apprentices, I'm not getting you to do that because I don't want to do it. Yeah. I've been doing it. And trust me, I will do it again. I have no problem. I want you to do it because I need you to learn. I need the hands-on. I don't want you to go through what I went through, where I was always wondering, when the hell am I going to be able to get my hands on this? That's what makes the difference. The schools is where it begins. Plain and simple. We high come schools. after that. We need to get it back into high schools. We come after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It begins at the schools. It's not any different than travel youth. 
You just think about how much hungrier those kids will be if you already start them at this high schools. That's right. And they get into a proper education after school. Yeah. They're going to excel. They're yeah. going to advance. Then they're going to take the industry forward. And look how hungry they will be if you tell them that, hey, man, six years, seven years in the trade, you can get up to six figures, no problem. Yeah. They'll be hungry. They'll and be. if greed brings you to that, then so be it. Because greed, although I hate it, it could be a powerful weapon to push you to do what it is that you want to do and reach the goals that you want to reach. Yeah. If that's what's going to drive you, then so be it. But you need something to drive you. You need that vision. You need that ambition. You need that hunger. And they'll by, by achieving that, they'll want to share that knowledge to the next generation. You got it. Because so they'll be proud of what they... There'll be a cycle. That's all it is. There'll be a cycle. Yeah. And they'll be proud of what they were able to do. Hey, man, I lost an eye. I lost my driver's license. I had to go to a special driving school, you know what I mean, to get my license back because it took it away from me. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, nah, bro, you can't drive. Like, fuck, I can't drive. I got to show you that I can drive. I was so upset. I was so depressed. I jumped in the car and I said, I am going to drive. I went up a curb, man. I was like, holy shit, I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, damn. You know, I called one of my brothers up. Yo, come get the car, man, because I'm up in the curb. I don't know what the fuck. I'm panicking. I'm like, I'll be at the Timmy's, man. The house and lights are on. <laughs> I'm gone. Right? And... You know, the whole bike thing. I'm never going to be able to ride. You know, what am I going to do now? Am I going to grow up to be somebody that I can be proud of? My life is over. What the fuck? But it's not. You got to move forward. You got to get over that. And it makes you stronger. So when you get these young guys in high school and they're not doing that well, don't get discouraged. No. Don't get discouraged because there is light under the tunnel. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope. We make our own faith, bro. Everybody's like, oh, leave it to faith. Fuck faith, bro. You make your own faith. And these little situations, they're blimps. That's right. They're little blimps in their entire life, man. That's right. You got to understand that. You got you to gotta totally understand that. 100%. I feel that the teachers discourage these kids by saying, oh, you know, that's not university material. You're never going to get to university if you don't do this or what. Man. University is not for everybody. No. There's other options. And what happens is that these kids automatically start getting discouraged. Automatically, they start having low self-esteem yeah. and themselves yeah. and thinking that I'm not going to be able to do it because Mr. Smith told me that I don't have the brains for it. Can you believe that? There's teachers out there flat out telling kids that you don't have the brains for it or you're stupid. Come on, bro. There's other options. I'm sure you've seen it, Patricio. So I bet you any money you've seen it on the face of the kids that are working for you when they do something good. Oh, it's unbelievable, dude. You see it on their faces. Dude, I I, 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 I feel like hogging them, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? They it's, figured it out. They did it. They listened. They did it, and they figured it out. Before I was a father, I didn't know what a proud moment, a proud, you know how people say, oh, so yeah. I had a proud father moment. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was before I was a father. I had a feeling because of my apprentices, because when they do something good, I'm like, fuck, man, yeah, high five. <laughs> Bro, I turned into a little kid. I literally turned into a yeah. little kid doing high five, singing on the job site, <laughs> jumping up and down of joy because you finally got it. You yes. know what I mean? Amazing. The schools, and then you have travel kids where all of a sudden they skip a couple of classes, they're write-offs. You know what I mean? They get into a couple of fights. What kid doesn't fight? You know what I mean? They get into trouble, they write them off. No, dude, there's other options. We should just have a rally. We should just tell everybody that's listening. We, make a, we pick a day 
everybody walks into a high school that's two <laughs> by four and just oh. taps on the guidance counselor's door. And that's just, it. And just let them know, listen, trades is an option. It's an option. That's it's a it. career. It is. How are you going to tell me this whole bullshit about blue collar? That's dead, dead and dude. buried. It's, it's gone. dead. It's gone. Yeah. There's no such thing as a blue collar. I don't even own a blue shirt. I don't even know where it came from. Uh, it's, it's the worker shirt. That's it. That's all it That's was. That's it. That's all it was. And he, it, it, it's the worker shirt also. Blue hit stains. And right. the bankers wore white because it was a prestige thing. That's right. So yeah. then if, if you if you had white collar shirts, then that means you were washing your shirt more often. Yeah. Blue collar, you weren't washing your shirt that's as right. often. Yeah. And that's why. So you already started to segregate the population. And that's what it is. That's where it came from. Like, I mean, a lot of times, there's been times where I've been downtown that I've parked my car somewhere, my truck, and I've taken the subway. Where my tools, because it's like, okay, well, I know what I got to do. I just got to troubleshoot this and fix it. So I got my meter. I got my hand tools. Then my little purse, my men purse. Boom. <laughs> Off I go. Go on the subway. Klein? My men purse? Yeah, is oh, it yeah. Klein? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's leather, genuinely that, uh, genuine leather. <laughs> so I take my men purse. I get my meter. Fluke, by the way. Shout out to Fluke. Hey, Best they're meters good. around. They're good. Boom. I'm on the subway. You know how many looks I got? Really? And it wasn't looks like, oh, this guy is hot. Or, oh, this guy is a construction worker. I wonder if he's doing a calendar. No, they were dirty looks. Like, fuck, I hope this guy doesn't come sit beside me type of looks. You know what I mean? Like, why is this guy on the subway? Why is this guy here? I'm waiting for the one day it hasn't happened yet because I purposely do that. After work, I'll walk into a grocery store. Right. My knees are still dirty. My pants are still dirty. My shirt's dirty. I'll walk into a grocery store, banks, corner store, gas station. I'll walk into all these places. Not yet, not once has anybody come up to me and said anything about me. I'm waiting for that day to happen. Yeah. And you know what? They it will probably never come. But looks sometimes say more than words. It's true. Right? Looks, sometimes you feel more than words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You say something to me that I don't agree with. First of all, who are you to me? Who am I to you? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm very into your opinion is your opinion my opinion is my opinion that's it. if we need to agree to disagree then so be it that's it but looks you feel something different when you get a certain look yeah you know what i mean yeah. words facts like general viento the wind takes them away yeah. you know what i mean i don't care yeah but the looks for some reason it affects you differently so i'm sure when you're walking into these grocery stores they're I'm, getting looks i'm sure you're getting the i'm looks, just ignoring like, all of them that's all i'm that's doing right you ignore them why because you can, because you don't let them affect you, because yeah. you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table, and you're not afraid to eat alone. But there's a lot of people that are not like that, yeah. and it affects them. And the problem is that these kids haven't built the thick skin to be able to say, I don't care how you're looking at me. So now you've got social media telling you and painting this pretty picture. Softening them up. You got it. Like all of a sudden, you know what I mean? You got a guy that's showing some of the work that he's doing on social media, but there's no, somehow he drilled a hole, but there's not a little bit of dust on him. Nothing. Lighting. Holy fuck. There's lighting. It's amazing everywhere they go. <laughs> like what? You know what I mean? It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, do they have somebody following them around with the light and a fan so that way the hair can go? Like, I don't get it, right? But somehow they're in a construction site. It's just how it is. That's all my job sites are like that. All of it I is don't like get that. it. That's bullshit. Right? So these kids are seeing that. So in their image, this is like a glamour thing. Now they get a dirty look, 
holy fuck, they go home and cry, bro, because all of a sudden their hurts, their feelings are hurt because they, they haven't built up that thing. So what happens is now that's a deterrent for them. Oh, I don't want to do that. It looks good on Instagram, they but get, you know what? They get one, they get two, they get three, and all of a sudden they're not interested. That's right. They leave it. That's right. And they leave a passion. They leave a passion. They leave something that they could have been good at. Yeah. We go back to the kids that sit in high school and they keep moving. What's that thing? Uh, ADD AD, or? ADHD, whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's say somebody has that. Teachers will be quick to say, that's what he has. How the fuck do you know? Label man? it. Maybe the kid happens to be smart and what you're teaching is, he's bored out of his Slow. mind. Because of what you're teaching. Maybe he's so smart that what you're teaching, he's bored. So now he's doing this. Yeah. Now he's moving here because what you're teaching is boring. It's what? true, man. What happens all of a sudden if you put tools in front of this kid? He might be the best electrician out there, the best plumber, the best carpenter. Who knows? He has not been given the chance because a teacher saw him move too much diagnosed this kid with something and now they're filling him with pills that's a whole other show it's like oh <laughs> man i get very passionate that's about this because you know what show. i was looked at as a trouble kid during high school yeah you know what i mean i was looked at as a write-off so i get passionate about it you know what i mean i get passionate about it i'm making more than the teachers that were giving me looks where do you get off right yeah but those teachers are going to be hiring you oh yeah because they won't know how to do it no and they won't marry how to do it. No. You know what I mean? No. No, they, they won't. won't. So there's going to be back to plenty of work for all of us. Oh, that's going to be a So just work. keep educating, keep sharing, <laughs> keep teaching each other, keep bringing more people into trades. Oh, yeah. The way things are going, by 2025, there's going to be so much work. It's unreal. Why? Because you have all these princesses out there. Yeah. And I'm not talking about females. You guys are all princesses. Yes. I'm talking about the guys. I know. Okay. I know who you're talking about. You got all these princesses yes. out there that don't know how to swing a hammer, don't know how to turn a screwdriver. And they're buying houses. They're buying condos. And all of a sudden, you get called. Can you come and hang my picture frame? Yep. Sure. No problem. One picture frame? Uh, I'll tell you what. Give me 250 bucks and I'll hang that picture frame for you. I need to bring my DeWalt drill. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, no, I, 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 don't, I don't use DeWalt, bro. You don't use DeWalt? No, I grew up a long time I ago. I know you're not a oh. DeWalt. I know. <laughs> I grew up a long time ago. Uh, no, you're a Milwaukee guy. I'm a Milwaukee guy. Yeah, that's just how it is, man. Yeah. If, you, if you're an electrician yeah. or plumber or HVAC, you're red. That's it. That that's majority it. I started guys, with orange. If well, anybody remembers what Everybody orange is. started with orange. <laughs> so I started with that. Well, but for the same reason as everybody else. Cheap. Cheap. And replaceable. I, that's right. That's it. Right? Yes. Oh, guarantee for life. Oh, you got to fill out all this paperwork. Exactly. At the end of the day, they just become exactly. recyclable. Right? Exactly. But that's why I started with that. Then I was like, it's time to grow up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I have. Went right to red? I went, you know what? I went right to red. Right to red. I went right to red. I have Bosch hammer drills. I will not change my Bosch hammer drills. Those Germans, they know what they're doing, Because you're dealing bro. with concrete, man. That's it. Yeah. So I got the Bosch, and I got the healthy core drills with the diamond bits. If I need to drill core hills, I go to my healthy. It's a pain in the ass because you got to get the fucking water and everything else. So it's the cleanup. But it makes a perfect hole. But the hole, I don't give a shit what's in there. Yeah. I'm going through it. Rebar, yeah. whatever. I'm going through it, amazing holes and big holes, so I'm good. If I need to do other type of holes, a little bit smaller, whether it's one inch, inch and a quarter, three quarter, half inch, here comes my Bosch. 
The rest is all red. You know what I mean? The vault, uh, keep that keep that in the TV shows because the construction is not real, the tools are not real. I'm sorry. That's plastic, dude. Come on. It's garbage is what it is. It, you know what? You know what the vault is? I'm sorry, but the vault is what's the home the, the brand that I make fun of all the time for Ryobi? homeowners. Ryobi it's, it's or kind of, no, no Black and Decker. Oh. It's the same company. It's the same company. It is the same company. They changed the color. Yeah, so when people are like, oh, oh well, that's home and decker, bro. That's for a homeowner when he doesn't want to pay $250 for a picture frame to hang. <laughs> he goes and tries it, right? <laughs> Patricio, man, we got to wrap this up. You don't realize that you've been talking for two hours, huh? Really? Two hours. Wow. And we it could still it be again. going, but we got to wrap it up because we both have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. And I mean... You've been quiet the whole time. Quiet. I have. But I know that he wanted you to come along to just be a supportive person. You here. know what? She's my anchor, bro. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to tell anybody and I'm not shy. Well, you know, our Spanish guys, we're all ro- <laughs> we get all romantical and shit, you know? But no, she is my anchor. Yeah. And then although she has an eye phobia, when I'm having some kind of anxiety, man, this girl comes and saves me she's there me back she's down, there for you grounds me yeah you know what i mean yeah so that's one of the reasons why i also wanted her here because i do get you know whether it's teary eye whether i get a little bit of anxiety and you know what man if i would have got a teary eye i would have cried in front of you i, I wouldn't care. have had a problem you know with what it? i mean no. because it happens you yes. know what i mean and anybody that gets hurt at work you will go through this and it's hard to get back on the horse but get back on the horse the horse is there, man. The that's horse hasn't important. gone away. Yeah, it's important. You need to get back on that horse. But number one thing, don't even look for that horse, bro. Don't get hurt. Take your time. Young guys, take your time. Just think. That's just it. Just take that second and just think. That's it. Do I have a goggles on? Do I have ear protection on? Do I have my respirator? Do I have everything? That's right. People are so quick to say, measure twice, cut once. People are so quick to say, pull more wire. I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Mm. Why are we not so quick to say, put your fucking glasses on, dude. Put your earmuffs on. Put your plugs, something. We have to make it normal. We have to make it the norm. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. on social media. Oh, we got to normalize this. We got to do this. We got to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Bro, talk about safety. I don't give a shit how many holes you drill with your it's new not, drill. It's not romantic. It's not glamorous. It's not a tool. Let's make it's, it romantic. It's, it's true. You know, it's the, true. nobody says that it doesn't have to be romantic. It's all on how the presentation exactly. is, man. You that's, make it what you want. The you know Spanish, I mean? Latino, that's how it is, man. And you make it what you want, right? <laughs> that's how it like, is. Like, I mean, shit, I'll sing in your ear as long as you put those glasses on. Bro, I want you to be safe. I don't want the kids to go through what I went through because it was tough. It was hard. It's still hard. And I have to live with this for the rest of my life. And this is why I kick myself in the ass, like you asked me earlier on, every day as a reminder to myself, hey man, just like that, something can happen. And this guys, you have nothing to prove. Your time will come. Enjoy the ride, bro. Learn as much as you can. Be a sponge. Take as much as you can. To the old timers. Yes, I know you've done it a hundred times. But that does not mean that 101 will not hurt you or kill you. It's true. Right? Journeyman, whatever trade, teach your apprentices. And start with safety. Because it's on you whether you want it accepted or not. You might say, hey man, he's his old man. He's 30 years old. 
It doesn't matter. No, 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 it's that, on that, you. It's on, exactly. It's on you. If so, he's 18 years old or if he's 60 years old, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're the foreman, it's on you. It is. You're the Lehan, whatever you want to call yourself nowadays. Whatever makes you feel good, bro, you do. It will make you feel so good and much better if you help somebody out. And how are you going to help that person out? Teach them the dangers of the job before anything else. Because somebody cannot learn in a job site if they're not being safe. First things first, man. What do we learn when we're born? To crawl. You're not going to be running before you crawl. And construction and the trades, safety first. I know everybody makes a joke out of it. Oh, safety first. Da, 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 da. Fine. Make a joke out of it as long as you're doing it. But it's not a joke, dude. You know what I mean? And before you learn anything else, you need to learn how to properly climb that ladder. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, some things are stupid. Three points of contact on a ladder. No, don't. I know. You know what I mean? I know. So, yes, I get it. Some things are Technically, tough. by the book for safety, yeah. you guys need a scaffold to change a light bulb. That's right. Technically speaking. That's right. Which is... It's ridiculous. Some things I'm I sorry, don't agree but, with but and they're is. stupid. Yeah. But don't let those things take you away from... No, no. For instance, shutting down power. Me being an electrician, you go to a building sometimes, we need this done right away. Okay, well, that's a 600-volt splitter, man. I'm going to have to shut down your power to put this disconnect in. Oh, no, you can't. Well, what do you mean I can't? Then I can't do the job. I'm sorry. There's no reason whatsoever why I cannot shut the power. Why, your computer's going to go down for fucking 10 minutes while I change this disconnect for half an hour, for an hour? I'm sorry, my life is more valuable than your fucking computer. Why don't you tell him to put his tongue in the plug? There you go. And then just go, <laughs> that's how many volts in a plug? 120. 120. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I got to shut down the power. Because he'll feel that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right? Now, I understand that there's certain times you cannot shut down the power. Well, fellow electricians, I know it's hot as fuck, but put on your arc flash suit. Throw on your gloves. Put on the helmet with the face shield. Don't forget your neck little piece there because shit does happen. You can be cautious. You can be careful. And shit does happen. So yes, it's annoying to put it on. Yes, you sweat your balls off. I had to wear it a couple of times and we don't want to do it. But you do it. It takes seconds, man. Because it's you never seconds. know. And this goes more to the old timers because the old timers will be like, oh, I just got to do this quick. You never know, man. Uh, that's going to be the one time. Right? So, journeyman, new or old, you get an apprentice. Dude, first things first, safety. Don't be afraid to give this guy shit. If he cries, he cries, bro. You know that Rocky movie when the fucking Russian guy is sitting there? <laughs> he dies. He dies. Bro, <laughs> we all got to become the Russian that, guy at that's times. That's exactly it. <laughs> and that's it. You know what I mean? Give the kid shit. But do have a talk with them. I'm not saying use and abuse your apprentices. There's a lot of electricians out there that use and abuse their apprentices. And you know what? I don't agree with that. That's bullshit. Because all you're doing is making this guy not want to come to work the next day. You know what I mean? And we could be losing a great electrician. You know what I mean? So don't use and abuse them. Make sure you talk to them. It's funny about the Rocky thing. Because all the movies in the 80s, all the teachers were giving the kids shit. Mr. Miyagi gave oh, him shit. That's yeah. right. Rocky that's right. was always getting shit on oh, by yeah. Mickey, yeah. by Carl Weathers, by everybody, yeah. man. Yeah. And that's what they did. Nobody's giving kids shit anymore, but they all learn from giving that shit. 
They all learn. Yeah. Well, society's gotten soft, man. I, I told you. Society's getting soft. We, we can keep on talking, man. <coughs> but I got to wrap it up. I got So there's a bunch of housekeeping we got to take care of. Okay. First of all, how long have you guys been married? Married? Uh, five years. Just five years? Yeah. Five years married together, 10 plus. Yeah. Ah. Uh, second thing, what kind of bike? The bike, I don't have it anymore. She just allowed me to get another one if I quit smoking. What was the bike? Funny you mention it. It was a Honda Shadow that I chopped in half and made it a chopper. I wish I would have brought a picture for you. I got pulled over downtown once because, you know, little rebel. I didn't have a DOT approved helmet. Uh. Right? So I get pulled over. Cop comes and goes, huh. The helmet. Where do you want me to put the dot? I'll put the dot somewhere. That's right. Make I'm, a DOT. I'm like, dude, I can't afford a helmet. Wow, with a Harley like this, it's not a Harley, you fucking idiot. Can you see the radiator? It's liquid coolant. You know what I mean? It's a Japanese We've bike. all been pulled over, man. Right? And so it was a Honda Shadow, uh, 750, chopped it in half, made it a chopper. What's the new bike that you're considering? Ah, man. You know what? That's a tough one because I do like the Harleys. I do like to go, well, I did when I had it, like the long rides, I did the toy runs, you know what I mean? The ones downtown that they do for sick kids yep. and whatnot. Yep. And the heart is over, he like crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm in defense between a Harley or, and, and, and a Japanese. I also like the Indians, but a roll king would be nice. Mm. You know, I like my I like my cruiser chopper style. You like bikes, the big right? bikes, the big bikes. Yeah, I like, you know what? I like doing bike roads. Yeah. Like, well, the, the big bikes are the best bikes for those. Exactly. When I was in, when I went to PI, I see a couple of guys from Ontario pop up. And like, oh, hey, man, a fellow guy from Ontario. Where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm coming from here and here and here. Oh, cool, man. They're getting their bikes off a trailer. <laughs> are you kidding me, bro? I'm like, you really, you seriously brought your bike on a trailer? Those are here? the guys that are buying the houses and hiring you to hang a picture with a DeWalt drill. Yeah. That's and, what it is. And they're okay. judging what I'm doing because they're watching those fucking TV shows. Right, <laughs> okay. And the next thing is, thank you so much for the bottle of wine. Hope you I like really it, appreciate that. Honestly, uh, I can't wait to have that. Being Chilean, we're known for our oh, wine. Oh, I love it. I right? Love it, so I love uh, it. hopefully you enjoy it. I had the privilege <laughs> of tasting this wine. Not that bottle, but... Good. It's good. Hopefully it goes with your cigars. I'm going to save it for this weekend. I'm going to have it this weekend. Yeah. Patricio, come on, man. This has been a beautiful talk. And yeah. we haven't even mentioned tea. We haven't even given him a shout out. Taha. Oh, man. Taha. Like, it's a joke. My that, brother. So you're working with him right now on some jobs? I do jobs for him, yes. Yeah. Uh, we get along great. Uh, fuck, man. We're very similar when it comes to the job sites, yeah, man. Yeah, we joke yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. We laugh. Yeah. We give people shit when we have to. You know <laughs> what I mean? And we keep it live. Yes. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot from him. He's worked in my own house. I worked in his house. Like, we have the trust. We built our relation. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. Like-minded man. people, man. Like-minded people. We, we think alike. We respect people. I meet you today, 100% respect. Right. Up to you how much respect I have once I leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. You start taking that away yourself, not me. Yes. You know what I mean? I give you a rope. Up to you if you save yourself or hang yourself hang with yourself. it. Right? That's it. So he's like that, and that's why we get along great. So Taha, shout out, brother. Shout out, man. We appreciate it. We miss you on the show. So again, uh, your Instagram handles is P Squared Electric. Yes, sir. And then the other one is Pato, right? P-A-T-O, yeah. the electrician. That's right. And then RamirezR30 at gmail.com. That's right. Feel want to reach out, reach out to him. And then uh, if you got a question, ask you whatever, that's man. That's it. Feel free, man. I'm trying to 
educate more and more people. Like I said, I've been in the trade for 23 years. Eventually, I am going to be getting out of the tools a little bit more. And what I want to do is try to get to the schools. I'm trying to show the young kids whether you've been in trouble with the law, whether you have nothing but Fs and fell everything. There's still something out there yeah, for you. there is. You know what I mean? You're not a write-off regardless of what people may think, regardless of what one dick might have said to you. Don't take it too hard, man. You know what I mean? Let's start building that hard skin from the gecko so yeah. that way you're ready to go. There yeah. is light at the end of the tunnel. Not always rainbows and butterflies, man, <laughs> but there is light at the end of the tunnel. One last segment here. So I got the 12 questions. Ready for this? Bring it. Are you going to answer them too, Priscilla? Oh, um, sure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm curious. What is your favorite construction word? Ah, favorite construction word. Uh, word. Word, word, word. Under budget. BF bombs. Really? Uh, what oh, is your least she, she favorite? Swear, she swears like a trucker, bro. She's, <laughs> right now, she's being peaceful, man. Trust me. You know what? We've been to work together. I've been with him. She's come with me a couple of times. Oh, and yeah. We've done a whole bunch of stuff together. And he treats me like one of his apprentices. He 100%. will yell at me. Really? Oh. 100%. I told you, Absolutely. I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, 100% he is an asshole on the job site to the point that I've wanted to At least walk he's away. being honest. Yeah. I'm yeah. being honest. Being no, honest. being honest. But you know what? We leave it at the job site. And once we Which go home, is the beauty. it's done. That's like, it. We don't talk about it. It's, it's over and done with. What is your least favorite construction word? Oh, this is one is an easy one for me. Looks good from my house. I'm just trying to think back when we used to do jobs together. Mm. Probably like, hurry up, hurry up. We got to get going. Come on. <laughs> There's not enough time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? The finished product. Being an electrician, unfortunately, I feel like we're underrated. Somebody's doing a reno. $100,000, $200,000 reno. What the fuck are they looking at? The wall. No, because, hey, because most of your work is behind the it's wall. It's behind the wall. But what about my beautiful lights, bro? Yeah. My chandelier, the pod lights. You know what I mean? A lot of times, yes, we do use designers and everything else. But a lot of times, it's left up to us. The homeowner, well, what do you think? Okay, well, I'll I do know. your light design then. And this is what it's going to look like. So the finished product for me. For me, it's the learning. The learning? I like, yeah, I like learning. I like to learn new things. Like, this is not my field whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do like learning. I like when he teaches me to do things. And He's a good teacher? Yeah, he is. Thank you. What turns you off in construction? A messy site. Yeah. 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 I know that has been said before, and I know probably a million people feel the same, but fuck, man, you're tripping over your own shit. A messy electrician. Yeah. You don't know what your tools are. Never mind the little, you know, picking up your own mess, but... Your tools everywhere. everywhere. Come on. I'm so, going to agree with you. Same him. thing? Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Por la gran puta. <laughs> 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 and I tell you, everybody's heard it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mine is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite car, or truck, or bike, or whatever vehicle? You know what? I like the old Indian motorcycles. The old school The flare one. fenders. Mm. Love it. I wish I can find one. And if I do, I will buy it. I have to say, I love my infinity that my hubby gave me for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your least favorite car, truck, or bike, or vehicle? Maybe some people will agree or not. I don't like the bug. But. The, the, the new bug. The mean. Volkswagen bug. Okay. The, yeah. the new one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
I don't like the new Volkswagen Bug, especially when a guy's driving it and it's got the fucking flower, flower there. At least take the flower out, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's my opinion, personally. I can't stand the Charger. I live the in Dodge Brampton. Charger? Yeah. I live that's in because Brampton, we live in Brampton. And I hate <laughs> that car. I can't stand it. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you guys love? I like my impact driver, man. Really? I do. I like my that impact sound? driver. Yeah, I like it. That's a that's a tough one. What's that drill that I use to for the hole when we're gonna go put wire through in the walls? Oh, that's just a regular drill. Yeah, right? I like a that. drill driver. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he lets me do that, right? He's like, okay, <laughs> drill from here, 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 here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you guys hate? I got two. One that I mentioned already, which is the multi-tool. Yeah. I don't remember if it was off mic or on mic, but I hate the fucking multi-tool. No, no, no. you said it on mic. Oh, I love the multi-tool. I hate the sound. And I hate the sound of BX going through aluminum oh, stacks. Oh, I know. I hate it. I know. Oh, and we have to do it. I get it, but it's the worst. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the reverse of a, a snake. Yeah, it's so a bad. A plumbing snake, yes. right? It's just, it's, and it's loud and, yeah, no. I'm what's like, I'm going to agree with him. Same one? Like that and I, yeah. yeah. Okay, so guys, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Go ahead, honey. Me. I'm in the dental field, so <laughs> um, let's see. Actually, I love my job. I really do. And I, I don't know. I, you I wouldn't change I, it? You wouldn't want to try anything? No, I don't think I would like anything. Well, I am trying something new because I was an assistant for 20 plus years. And so now I'm in dental sales. So I'm seeing a different aspect of my job. And I'm really actually enjoying mm -hmm. this job. Me, I think personally, some kind of counselor. Don't get me wrong. I love my job and everything else. But as you can tell, I'm very passionate about the newcomers and everything yeah. else. So yeah. if I can be a counselor to kind of at least try to direct you in the right way, or maybe Present just give the you options. options. That's right. Yeah. So counselor. Yeah. What profession would you guys not like to do? Uh, anything in an office. That's just not for me, I man. Know. You know what I mean? I, I, I curse a lot. I'm very out there. If something pisses me off, I, it's hard for me to say hello's office. Mm. No, and it's the quite. dress code, everything about <laughs> it, dude. It's just not for me. I can dress up from time to time, but all the time, nope. no, nah, dude. For me, I think it would be working with kids. I have zero Patience. I barely have patience for our own kids. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Let alone anybody else's kids. No, not for me. The last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Are you sure you're at the right gates? <laughs> <laughs> but welcome. <laughs> Same? Um, I don't know. For me, it would be... That's a, that's a hard one. You know what? That's a hard one. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. <laughs> You're ready in heaven, honey. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, honestly. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming me. along thank and you. being support. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you reached out, and I'm glad that we connected and we figured out that the it's such a small world and we know everybody, right? Unbelievable. It's yeah. amazing how yeah. it all works, right? Yeah. So. And again, I appreciate you. I appreciate the podcast, the opportunity. It's good to see people like you using the platform that you have 
to educate it's all and, it was about and yeah. help out other people because in one way or another that's exactly what this is doing is helping people yep. if anybody can take anything out of this podcast is we're doing something right you're doing something right and it's good to see people like yourself using the platform that you have thank you to do that you know what i mean because a lot of people don't so you take your own time and everything else to do it so but i, I enjoy that. having these conversations i love meeting more and more tradespeople and talking about what they find passionate like they like they love we love to hear it yeah we love to hear i've heard everyone yeah i love everyone it's real it's raw there's no filters no and that's what this is all about without inviting myself i would love to be back oh for sure <laughs> there's a lot of things that i know uh due to time we didn't get to talk about and hopefully one day when i do come back i have better news and the sense of how i'm trying to get out there and be what's our word advocate advocate, advocate. for the trade uh, and yeah, for the trade for sure which is something that i'm getting into slowly but surely volunteering in certain places to try to shed some light into what the trades are all about since our fucking school system here is failing us. It's I'm sorry, it. but it's I know. failing us. I you agree. know what I mean? So, I'll have you back. Don't worry. You'll be back, man. I'll have Taha back. I'll, like, there's going to be a lot more conversations yes. that we have to have. Yes. Right. And everybody loves hearing from you guys, man. So it's amazing. No, I'm just the it. guy pushing the buttons here. That's all I'm doing for these days, right? Ah, you're doing more <laughs> than that, brother. You know, you take it for what it's worth, but you're doing. No, I've had a lot of fun doing that. this, man. So, and I'm going to continue doing know, this. And, and yeah. I, there's a lot more interviews to have and questions and conversations and Beauty. more people to piss off and shit like that. And more people to educate inspire you know what the shows always hit these marks man that's it that's, that's what it's it. all about let's yeah. stir the pot that's it that's how things change that's it but we got to wrap it up because you got to wake up early i got to wake up early well, we when all gotta you lose go to track work. of time it's because you're doing something right <laughs> so i appreciate it guys don't feel reach out to him reach honestly out. reach out to him man. don't forget about that all the information will be put on the podcast when i post it and get it out there Beautiful. and also guys reach out to me as well everyone knows to get a hold of me manny at hardcore rentals or manny at the construction life.com and everybody just keep on listening thank you so much for listening and and, sh and showing the support i love that the numbers keep on going up every single month that means people are listening thank That's you guys it. i really appreciate it kind appreciate of it thank Deuces. you